0: Hey, this is Chuck Dixon, and you're listening to Signal of Doom. Well, <laughs> oh, you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in.
1: it up, baby, before we fall apart into scenes. We got to patch
0: it up, baby, we came let time unravel our dreams. Let's go back and touch the pen. One more night is all I ask. Get that feeling. How do
1: Patch it up, baby Patch it up, baby We can patch it, up, baby. patch it up, baby We can patch it up, baby Patch it up, baby Patch it up we oh, oh, okay. got to patch it up, baby Let's sweep out all the cupboards of our heart we got to patch it up, baby Before indifference pulls us apart That's the way a good Let's give it just a one more try. Well, Patch it up, baby. baby. We got to patch it up, baby. 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 Patch it up got to patch it old, baby. Patch it up, baby. It, patch it old, baby. Say Patch it up, baby. Put it up, baby.
0: Hello and welcome to Signal of Doom, episode 254. We're in the swamp, and I'm here with Richard. Rich, how are you?
2: Good, buddy. I'm finally in Swamp headquarters.
0: Yeah, Swamp HQ. Yes, yeah, Signal HQ. Deep in the swamp, we're blazing a light out and the light is blood red. <laughs> it is blood red. It's a hot night in Sydney. Um, how have you been, Rich?
2: Well, other than the fact that I'm here because I have no internet, pretty
0: good. Oh, that's right. Yeah, man, that sucks. No internet, dude.
2: Yeah, there was that storm last night. Apparently, you just decided to... Explode my internet
0: Back to basics What are you back to reading Just paper books and stuff yeah, Like yeah, you know Watching
2: DVDs and. So
0: you have power
2: I've got power yeah The only thing uh, affected uh, Was the internet
0: That's weird
2: Well I'm probably grateful I suppose I mean if I lost power I wouldn't be able to do anything So Are
0: we blaming the Chinese Is it a Chinese strike You know like a government Kind of cyber attack I mean if they've got A
2: weather machine sure
0: yeah, A cyber <laughs> attack what I'm thinking are they, are they trying to strike a signal You know And they've got it slightly wrong They've targeted Rich's headquarters Yeah possibly Wow Maybe we should gun up, man. Seriously, go on the offensive, you know? Oh,
2: I think we can only sort up. I don't think you can really own a gun, yeah?
0: Yeah, well, there's what you, you you can, but, I mean, what, what's illegal and what's what you can do might be two separate things, you know what I'm saying?
2: Well, there's nothing you can do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, um, look, I want to say welcome to all Signal listeners. The Doombots, or the Doomsters, I'm calling them, um, and Michelle doesn't like Doombots. And I said, well, that's from the comics, isn't its Is, Doesn't Dr. Doom have Doombots?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Or the Doomsters. Whatever you want to be called out there in Signaled. And um, I do want to say thank you as well. We've got a big episode coming up. Some topical stuff, actually. I've been Lois has been hot on the news this week. And um, I want to say thank you to all the Patreon listeners. Uh, Patreon.com slash doom. Look, every single one of our patrons knows we give exclusive content. Uh, we're doing another cinema of Doom, me and Dion. We're currently arguing about when to do that and what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, no, no surprises there, Rich, would you agree? No. Um, the show after the next cinema, we're doing Boondock Saints, which is Brian Biggie from Inner Demons. It's his uh, his uh, recommendation <laughs> and request, so we're doing him. And um, if you're a Patreon uh, listener or supporter, whatever you call yourselves, um, you can... You know, suggest content for this show, you can suggest stuff for Cinema Doom, all sorts of stuff. You know you know, if you wanna like spend one on one time with Dion, I'm sure you can have, we can achieve that if enough cash <laughs> passes hands. Um, I don't know why anyone would want to, but uh, you know, it's it's possible. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Maybe
2: maybe just to see the myth, the legend in the legend. Compare himself to form. Roger
0: Federer tonight in terms of his tennis. Um he said, "Yeah, Wait, Fedder, at the
2: end of his career, or? I, I,
0: I think at any time in his career, Roger Federer
2: would.
0: <laughs> I think a ten-year-old Roger Federer would clean Dion up like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that now. So you've been out without power. Uh, have you been able to watch or read anything, Rich? What have you been doing? No, I've got
2: power. I just don't have internet. So internet. I mean, luckily, I did manage to get most of the the reading done. I mean, obviously, yeah. the Justice League already had. Yeah, so that was fine. And I did download the." some of the stuff the thursday morning before i went out right so luckily i had that but yeah no it's um yeah i just can't do any like can't watch any youtube videos can't do any streaming really
0: can't you watch oh you can't watch youtube you could watch it maybe on your tv through an app
2: i still need internet
0: do you i don't i don't understand that like really okay right i still need internet smart tvs need proper internet do they Mm -hmm. they hook up to the internet you learn something every day, don't you? I mean, I really don't know what's going on. Like, I tell you what, that's yes, the
2: thing is like, you you are so that's the thing. Internet is just so part of your life mm. that you just forget that things run on internet and you go, We'll just sure. do this. And you're like, That requires the internet. Yeah. We'll just do this. That still requires the internet. It's like, Yeah. Wow. Have you thought about like
0: a hostile takeover of another person's house with internet?
2: Just seems like a lot of effort, honestly.
0: That does seem like a lot of effort, but it would be amusing to me um, if Richard oh, just sure,
2: you know, it would fortress. To me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fortress, you, you know, you just do the sort of fort attack kind of style, sort of existence.
2: Yeah, look, I mean, as I said, I mean, you know, I, I went for like half of my life without internet, so that's right, I'm man. Sure, I can rough it
0: pre, like what about ninety five, ninety six? We didn't really have internet before then, did we? It was about ninety five ish.
2: Well, I mean, Roughly. there was internet, I mean, but, I mean, internet internet as we know it now hasn't really – would would probably only be a thing for probably the last 15 – 15 years? 15 years, because you remember 20 years ago, or just over 20 years ago, we were still on dial-up. Sure. So, like, I mean, you could still, like – but it's not like it is now. Where yeah. Like, there's just, we're... like, apps and games and streaming and no, all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, yeah. you had internet back yeah. in, like, say, 20 years ago, but, again, that was just, like – very basic internet searches. Lots of discussion you know, I mean, forums. YouTube was only kind of stuff. just really yeah. sort of becoming a thing and all that sort of stuff. So. True. Wow. We've come leaps and bounds, haven't we? Yeah, really, if you think about it. Yeah,
0: we have. Um, now, I finally saw this week Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I really enjoyed. Have you have you seen it, Rich?
2: No, I haven't actually seen it.
0: It's not bad, actually, to be honest. Um, far more in keeping with, like... It's not as good as the first one, but it's it's got that flavour of the first one. Like, it's good stuff. Yeah,
2: look, I mean, look, uh, the reason it's probably, it's not really on my radar, just because I don't believe it's going to be anything like the original Ghostbusters. It's the
0: closest they ever got, though. No, but I
2: mean, but I mean, like, the, the main characters are, like, kids and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So I'm, it's, it's not going to have any of that, like, raunchiness and...
0: It's got the older and, ones coming in, though, as well. Yeah,
2: but you know what I'm talking about? Like, Bill Murray was hitting on women. Sure. You know. Sure. You know. I just I, it's it's less adult is yeah. what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, but it's,
2: it's But it's not fine. Bad. I mean I mean Paul Rudd's <clears> in it. It's probably a good family movie. It is.
0: I, I look I look yeah. I said to Michelle it was a pleasure to watch. It was relaxing, it was a pleasure to watch. I could just chill out, take the brain out, like I enjoyed it. I hated that last Ghostbusters, the one they did well, 2016. Everyone
2: did, and even the yeah. ones who who say they enjoyed it, I think online.
0: Yeah. It, it, well, that sucked that one. And uh, this was this this just felt like a better movie overall. I do want to say Ivan Reitman, uh, RIP, um, passed away uh, and he was, his son directed the Ghostbusters Afterlife and he Isn't was it? a producer on it mm. and did quite a bit of press with it. I saw some press with him and, yeah, he he, he passed away this week, actually, um, which is sad. Mm. Um, and they have, what do you call it? This is like spoilers, I guess, but this movie's been out for at least two months. Yeah. Um, CGI of the H- Harold Ramus his character, uh, I I was it Egon Ivor Egon Spengler or something Igon. Egon was... yeah, so he's Egon, sorry Egon he's mm-hmm. in it as a ghost, um, and they use kind of like CGI for him a little bit, which is good actually. That makes sense. It's a key part of the story because it's his daughter <laughs> who comes back to the town where he's retreated to, blah blah blah. So it you know it's his descendants kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're good. Like, I mean, I, I look, I, I thought it was a really enjoyable movie. I'd give it like an 8.5 out of 10. Um, now, Lois has been on the news beat and has been part of the news. Comixology and Amazon changes came through this week. Um, so basically, we all know Amazon acquired Comixology a number of years ago, um, probably four or five years ago, and this has always been pending, where they were going to basically radically change the comiXology uh, experience. Mm. And they've done it, and so far it is woeful what they've done. So basically, I really believe they're pushing you to use the Kindle app, which I actually use all the time for my books. Mm. So, And I think pretty much I'm probably going to be using, mm. you know, uh, for comics because the comiXology app is currently a mess Um you can't group by series, even though it says group by series. It's not grouping by series. It's just giving you all your comics in single issues, so you, they're not in folders. For, sta- uh. for starters, like um, there's all sorts of. It's really buggy. Um, but Michael Kellershim actually wrote in, and he he had an email, uh, and he pointed me to this to this guy who basically had um was a beta tester, and he spoke to bleeding cool about the update. So it's getting slammed on the internet right now. The last two days, three days have just been—it's just—and you can't use the old app without upgrading. Mm. Like it, um, it, it basically doesn't let you. And yeah, it's 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 been crazy. Now I'll read out this thing. This is this is from the beta tester. So from bleeding cool, blah blah blah. Um, Comicsology app uh, only on uh, mobile devices and tablets. Um, or using a Kindle reader on the desktop, which was not designed for reading comic books, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so this is the beta tester. I probably shouldn't say anything because I signed an NDA, but that beta was a giant clusterfuck, and they didn't listen to a single thing we said in feedback because, of course, a lot of betas hooked up through Reddit. The only real change was in adding the in-progress option. So thanks for giving us what we still had, but still making it worse. I've sunk a lot of money into Comic sology over the last 10 years, which I have too, thousands, uh, and, and I'm ready to give it up. I'm angry as hell about this. I love this bit. Seriously, my life is falling apart, and reading... <laughs> I love that bit. They've always got to tag in their personal bullshit. Um, seriously, my life is falling apart, and reading comics was my escape. But I've been up since three, bought the new issue of Nightwing, and still haven't finished it nearly three hours later. Because the app not only keeps freezing but drained my iPad battery so quickly just trying to download maybe 10 books that I went from 76% to 18% in two hours without all the books even finishing. These aren't just kinks in the rollout or whatever they want to call it. These are the same damn issues that were in the beta. They didn't listen. I know because because we had a Zoom conference with them and the woman who interviewed me was so defensive and unwilling to listen to feedback that it was obvious that she could not have cared less about what the fans actually wanted. I had not one single positive thing to say about that beta but plenty of reasons. Well, the old app was great, which I agree it was. And a couple of things that could be made better. Blah blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, I guess I hope that after the new release got delayed for months that they actually did decide to make some changes. But no, I was right before. They didn't give a shit. Release something that nobody wanted, that barely works, and I should have just quit buying from them back in October when I saw what they were turning into. Bang. And that is, in fairness, that's my experience and I've been slamming Comixology support. They just keep saying, you know what they keep saying to me, Rich? They keep saying, Because I merged my fucking library, my my Comixology account with Amazon years ago. Years ago. Um, What I didn't realize was that I could get get my Comixology stuff on the Kindle app. And I don't know if that was recent. But anyway, someone guided me how to do that. So I've done that. So for now, I'm just. Because I use Comixology all the time. And I'm using my Kindle app at the moment. Because the app itself that they've put out is a garbage fire you
2: know <clears throat> there's a part of me that wonders if that's by design though I'm sure it is because they want you on Kindle
0: no I think it totally is yeah mm. well they've downgraded the experience so far mm. like it's it's so much worse than it was three days ago
2: yeah well as I said I mean they own both so I yeah. mean if you if you have an account and you go Fuck it, I'm just going to go to uh, Kindle that's what they probably want anyway yeah. I mean I'll be honest with you I, I'm i sure they would love to just shut down the comicsology altogether yeah and just have everyone on Kindle. I because I I'll be so honest with you, I, I never really used Comixology. Yeah. Everything I bought was through Kindle Store. Yeah. So single issues, trades. Yeah. I buy them through through Kindle. I just really don't use mm. Comixology. So I don't have a horse in the, yeah. in but, the race. But
0: plenty do, though. There's, there's a very passionate fan base. Uh, that They had a very loyal readership on Comixology for many
2: years. I know. I understand that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's owned by the same company. So... Mm. You're not supporting Comixology anyway. It's you know what I mean. It's not yeah. a separate company. So I, I
0: don't care. I, I couldn't know. give a fuck about who yeah. I'm supporting, but I care about reader experience. The reader experience on Kindle app right now is better than the Comixology app, and that wasn't. I said, a,
2: I've never had any yeah. issues with the, yeah. the 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 Kindle. And one thing I like about the Kindle is that um, it just opens the page up for me like a normal mm. comic. Mm. Um, whereas Comixology, you had to you had to change your settings to whether you wanted it like panel panel but with oh the guided with, view yeah but with kindle it's just no it automatically just opens up like a proper
0: actually that's a good point I, I was ne- i've never been a big guided view, view guy i know some people are but i'm not does the kindle app have guided view let's let's have a look
2: maybe it does but my point is it's when i i didn't try Comixology many years ago and i thought the guided one was like a default it setting, does yeah it does have and a you have app. to change it yeah whereas kindle is just every time i open up it just opens up normally
0: yeah, well, to get guided view in you know, either one, you just have to click twice, and just click twice on the yeah, screen. But I just like the default was hmm. just normal. Well, it was the
2: same with Comixology. was it? I remember yeah. opening up and it went straight into. No, it. no, it was. It was. But like, I'm talking about years
0: and years. Yeah, right. Then. I mean, their default, at least as long as I can remember, on Comixology was just normal, and you could go deep, you could go guided.
2: I mean, as I said, the only thing that makes sense to me hmm. that they're making such a bad product is. They kind of want to tank it.
0: I, I think I mean, you're 100 percent right. I, you know. I do, and like and to I'll, be fair, I can't blame them. Well, it's not about blame, but but what, no, I'm, but saying but what I'm
2: saying is that it's it's their product. Mm. They would prefer people use Kindle. Mm. So yeah, at some point they do want to shut their comics. But you know what's going to happen? Upkeep. You know what's
0: going to happen? They they're losing readers from either, and they're going to turn towards piracy. Man, that's it. <laughs> they're going to sell the high seas. Freely available, I don't think man.
2: Kindle's that bad that you have to go sail the whole seas, but I mean, you know. Yeah,
0: well, we'll see. We're going to stay on this story. I, I'm not happy. I've I been mean, fu- you don't
2: lose anything anyway. You can you can bring yourself across the Kindle, can't you, from Comic-Con Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. That's what I've done. Yeah, so I'm just saying, it's like it's not like you're fucked at the end of
0: no, the day. No, no, no. Yeah, I think um, there's, there's... But put it this way, dude, there's a lot of grumpy people out there right now. There's a lot know, of grumpy look, people.
2: people hate change. Yeah. Know? A lot of people hate change, so... I understand that.
0: A change would do you good. Remember Sheryl Crow? That was a a change would do you good. Mm. You know. But we'll see. Um, I have always... The other thing as well is Comixology had very aggressive sales all the time. Uh, They have been good sales on Kindle and I've certainly used them at times, but...
2: As I said, I love Kindle because they do also have sales. I mean, so I can get books sometimes when they're for like a dollar, man. They go like, oh, 90% off or 80% off and it's a book that was like... Nine, ten bucks, and I'm getting it for like a dollar eighty, dollar yeah. seventy-eight. So again, you know, I've had no issues with. So you're happy with mine Rich. on Kindle? You're, you're okay? Yeah, it's, I've only ever really used Kindle. I've been a Kindle, so that's why I said I can't really. I'm not saying who's right or wrong because I don't have a horse in the race. I'm just no. saying for me, nothing changes at right. the end of the day. Yeah,
0: that's it. Rich, untroubled.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I feel, <laughs> look, I feel for the other people. I, I get it. Like you get used to something, you enjoy something. I get it, but I mean, at the end of the day, nothing lasts forever either, so, sure. you know.
0: Well, the thing is, I think you're absolutely right, Amazon, and by the way, the Amazon support has been trying to push the, the problem back to Comixology support, saying that it had nothing to do with Comixology, and Comixology have been pushing it onto Kindle, um, so there's a mess, mm. there's a mess going on, and it's an unfolding story, and we're going to stay on it, much like a war. <laughs> Finally, Lois has a water cover. Fair enough. Yeah, I've always wanted to be a war correspondent, man.
2: Don't forget to put your flak jacket on.
0: Yeah, I will. Don't worry. And I will open up to Signal listeners, to the doomsters out there, if you've got any personal notes from the field of battle, um, message Signal and I will read them out next show because we are staying on this story. We're not going away. Now, I had a chance to watch Crown Vic, uh, a Thomas Jane movie. Uh, He's a cop. Uh, it's a downbeat crime movie, uh, very moody. Jesus Christ, I enjoyed it, Rich. Have you have you caught this one? No. Yeah, it's called Crown Vic Man. I I strongly recommend it. Actually, uh, Mike Barron suggested it. I'd never heard of it. I like Thomas Jane, and I I mean for me it was just absolute heaven. Michelle, she basically said this is your one indulgence for the year. Ooh, you wow. know, she said that's your one choice for 2022. Hey, I'll take it. You know, it's it's like the time she said, "I, know, I but could, There's still a
2: whole year to go. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: that's fine. You know, but there, it was like the time she where I said to her, she was doing something on timesheets, and I said to her, "Can I put Clint Eastwood play Misty for me?" On expecting no, go to your office to watch it. She said, "Sure, put it on." Couldn't believe it. I, I just rushed and got cl- uh, play Misty for me, one of my favorite Clint Eastwood movies. Got it on the big TV out there. Rich was just I was just uh, in hog heaven, you know. Mm. Uh, so it was it was kind of that. But uh, if you want a dark, gritty. Crime movie, Rich. Starring Thomas Jane. Uh, you, you couldn't get much better than Crown Vic. I'm giving an 8 out of 10 official score. Um, and also, Rich, I'm still continuing with my Babylon 5. I'm midway through season 2. Um,
2: oh, he, Alec Baldwin's in it. Who? Crown Vic. Is he? I think he's... I well, says cast.
0: I don't remember him being in it at all. Um. Mm. Is he in Crown? If he is, I, I... Well,
2: I'm just looking over the cast, and it's like Thomas Jane, Scotty Thompson, Luke, Clint Tunk, who plays the rookie, right. Emma Ishtar, Bridger, whatever, and then it says Alec Baldwin, but it doesn't say who he plays, so... I have
0: no idea. I don't know. I didn't see him in there. Could be an
2: uncredited thing or something, maybe even just a voice.
0: Yeah, I didn't see him in there, but like maybe he was doing something I wasn't aware of. Um, yeah, but uh, by the way, see, Alec Baldwin's now being sued by that person that um, he shot.
2: Well, I'm not surprised. Well, not yeah. by the person, he shot by the family. By,
0: by the family of the yeah, the person he shot's unless, dead unless she's a zombie and suing him. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's, come back, she's come back to like yeah, false suit. Uh, Babylon Five, Rich. Do you think you're going to get into it, man? You're going to join the you're going to join the train? Thirty years later, like me. I'm loving it, man. <laughs> Probably not, dude. It's fucking great. It seriously is. I, I'll, I'll go so far as to say it's one of the best science fiction shows I've seen.
2: I'm actually i've i've, I've been tempted to go the other route and try that Andromeda show. That I never got into.
0: Oh, Jesus, that show was shit, man.
2: <laughs> well, I just see what it's like. <laughs> you the, know.
0: the show with Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. I've saw, I've seen plenty of Andromeda back in the day, and it was woeful.
2: Um, yeah, but you, you, we thought the same thing of Babylon 5, so.
0: Yeah, okay, we'll, tr- we'll try Maybe it Maybe time out.
2: changes your perspective. Try it out, think.
0: man. Try it out, dude. Yeah, why not? Um, that was fresh off Hercules, wasn't he? It? it was fresh off Hercules. He went straight into Andromeda.
2: Mm. It
0: was a staple
2: on. Um, Do you know what's funny? Because um, you've been watching Peacemaker. Mm and I've just recently been rewatching one of my favourite TV shows of all time, Psych. Yeah. I know you're familiar with that. Yeah. In one episode, it has both John Cena and... um, um, What's his name? Patrick... Dempsey? No, no, the, the guy that plays his father in Peacemaker.
0: Oh, I don't know the guy's name. He also played yeah. Terminator. Yeah I, I I like yeah, I know the guy. They're
2: both in one, in the same episode of Psych together. yeah really? Okay. And I just thought that was pretty hilarious. That
0: is funny, yeah. Wow, that would have been pretty early on John Cena's acting career, wouldn't it?
2: Very early, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's an interesting character. So, let's talk about the Doctor Strange Super Bowl trailer. Have you seen it, Richard?
2: I've seen bits and pieces of it.
0: Well, we saw the zombie, Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. We saw one with multiple arms. I mean, this got me really pumped for this movie.
2: Well, that's good. What about you? He did his job then. I'm no less or more pumped than what I was, so... Really? You know, as I said, I'll go watch this movie. I yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's it's one of the few movies I'm I'm okay with watching, where I'm not not for or against in any way.
0: I was trying to work out what the what the, the sound was, and it's rain. It's rain. I, I was thinking, is Richard doing something with his microphone? Like, um
2: no, we're probably going to have another storm. Maybe I will yeah. lose my power now. But that's too.
0: okay. Well, if, if there is a bit of background noise, um, it is actually just the rain, and. Um, I was about to blame Richard. I said, like, "Come on, Richard, don't you know? R- brush your." B-. I was looking at his microphone, and seeing if he's rubbing it against his body or something. No, but no, I'm yeah. a professional. Though. You are a professional. <laughs> I, I can't blame you for the rain. Can no, I, really? you can't. And, uh, <laughs> much though I'd like to. Um, so, so what were you saying, Richard? I was too. I was. I was distracted oh, it's, by. Look,
2: it, none of the trailers are going to probably turn me off or get me any more like, oh, like off and Dr. strange. I'm I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to go see it. So yeah, you me know. too. Oh, I'm not like. Uh, dude I I couldn't give a fuck about probably the only thing that I I don't really care about in the movie is that it has America Chavez in it but I mean other than that
0: oh god is she in it Rich yeah she's
2: making her cameo
0: didn't you bring up a mention of America Chavez some controversy of some sort's broken. oh just
2: lately there's uh, some wacker jobs on um, Twitter (laughs) who are complaining that the young actress that they got to play America Chavez is is too light skinned (laughs) even though she is actually a Latina woman
0: that's very harsh on the actress, I find, when they do when they do Well, especially
2: that. that's not something that she can control. No, that's That's literally the yeah, colour right. of her skin.
0: That, gee, that's close to racism, isn't it? I would say like,
2: I would say it is racism. Like, it's, gee, that's Cause what you're like... Because what you're almost saying to her is you're not the right Latina. Yeah. You're not the correct type of Latina. That's
0: very harsh on that actress, I find. I think And, so. and, and believe you me, I couldn't give her... Yeah, close that door, Rich. I think we're going to have to close the door. I couldn't give a shit about America Chavez. You know, like, I've never... I, I said to you, I don't think I've ever read a comic with her in it. I know who she is. I know i know the visual.
2: Well, she's been, again, she's been in so many teen books, you must have read at least something. Yeah, not but they're all, the main character they're all ones I don't in.
0: read, though. The, the Teen Brigade, X-Force. i You know what? I have read her in X-Force. Mm. Not not X-Force, uh, A-Force, because I did read that. And
2: yeah. That's what I'm saying. She's been in so yeah. many books, you're bound to have seen her at some... like, read her at some she, point.
0: It's like she's been in all the feeder teams. You know, Pretty much, yeah. Like all the minor Well, leads. that's what
2: you do. If you want to try and make a character a thing, you really want to push a character, you literally just put them in every book you can find. Yeah. When that book fails, you put them You put them in another book. When that book fails, you put them in and another book. And I
0: wanted book. to do... because, Okay, so let's have a look at what she even is. So she's, as you say, Latina. She's gay, uh, human. Uh, place of orig- place of origin, utopian parallel.
2: Actually, apparently they retconned oh. that.
0: Okay, well, I'm just going off with your BDA here. So that was
2: done by, what was that woman's name that came in and she was writing the the America Chavez solo book? I don't know, I can't remember. Who, who,
0: God knows, I, don't, I have no idea. Um, but anyway. But, oh, no, no, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know her
2: name. Anyway, she made it that she was from some weird parallel lesbian planet. Okay. Um, right. But now they've kind of said... She nice. get a one with DeMorne. But now they've kind of reckoned that that was like kind of like a hallucination. Was I was said it was a phase. <laughs> no, they've kind of said like it wasn't real. Time. It wasn't real. You weren't really
0: from a lesbian planet. Right. She's like, no, I really was. It's a bit on the nose. Yeah. She's like, I'm from a planet of all lesbians. And the woman that's that was a writing, can
2: I be honest with you the woman that was writing at the time and and, and I laugh because I'm just thinking to myself they're probably thinking why is this character not popular they had her <laughs> she wrote her saying memorable catchphrases like holy menstruation oh Jesus and something really like um, really yeah yeah and, and wow. something about like wow holy tortillas or something like it was,
0: that's better than holy menstruation
2: but I'm just saying this was <laughs> the the character the the writer when she was in her own book the America right. Chavez book that's right. the that's the repertoire, the, so the she, dialogue that you had to look so forward to. she actually
0: has had I mean, I'm aware of who the character, she's had her own solo book she's not just a team, but I think she might have just been a team. Well, she was like a team, a,
2: team, team, team and then they yeah. tried, you know, alright, oh, we're going to give her her own book, maybe right. that'll, you know, get yeah. people into her, but nope.
0: They've tried to do the Ms. Marvel route with her as well, like you know how Ms. Marvel blew up for five seconds? Yeah. Um, right, now okay, so, anyway Team Affiliations, Team Brigade. That's a good title, actually. Team Brigade, Young Avengers, A-Force, which is where I read her, actually, and I very vaguely remember. Ultimates and West Coast Avengers, which all, to me, are your C-teams, you know? Like, it's like, yeah. yeah. And then uh, um, abilities, superhuman strength, speed, she's speedy, longevity and durability. What does that mean? Longevity. What? Maybe
2: she lives longer, I don't
0: know. Yeah, okay. Flight, wow, she's got a few. Flight.
2: A well, pretty stock standard In, power.
0: Invulnerability.
2: Except for her star power.
0: Star portal creation. Star blast. These are abilities. Interdimensional travel and time travel. She, she's packed with power, man. Yeah. They've really
2: racked they've, up the powers. You know, all of the base generic superpowers as well as some extra weird ones.
0: But they've also kind of turned the dial up on them all. They're like, yeah, she's got time travel. She's got interdimensional travel. Oh, yeah. I mean, in her own book, they had her
2: travel back in time to uh, steal Captain America's punch of Hitler. Oh, really? Where she kind of like almost pushes him to the side and says, I'll deal with this, and then socks. And it's done in that sort of same, like, frame as what they did it when Cap punched Hitler, you know, because...
0: Is that for comedy?
2: No, I think it was just to, like make her better
0: I mean they did that with Deadpool when he went back to the 60s um, when Joe Kelly brought him back to the 60s storyline and he Look, got into the story it probably came off
2: as comedy but I think it was meant to be like yeah. she's badass Yeah, <laughs> where you're just like really
0: I just think that's just weak you know that's just but that that is like that's not the character's fault like, that's the writer Oh really, no no no! I know, yeah.
2: but but again, a character can only be as good as the writer. So.
0: And so what is she doing in, in in
2: Doctor Strange? No idea. Well, this is her this is her cam this is her cameo. This is her first introduction. Because so here's what's going to happen, right? Yeah. She's going to suck. No, no, she's going <laughs> to rock up, and then she's going to get her own TV show.
0: Oh yeah, she'll get her own show. That's for sure.
2: So that's why she's in the movie. Because they want to put her in a TV show.
0: I'm just trying to find the actress. I don't mind that. I mean, like if I was running Marvel, I'd do the same thing. Okay, so the actress uh, who's playing her is Zoe Chilton Gomez, American actress. She's known for her portrayal of Dawn Schaefer in season one of the Netflix streaming series The Babysitter's Club. Uh, Okay, she's she's, she's only 15. So -hmm. this is a young character. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, so she's really young. Well, it's kind of cool that they've got such a young girl playing Well, again,
2: I think the reason for that is because think about it, right? So you've currently got Miss Marvel, who's -hmm. going to begin her own show. You've got Mm -hmm. the Kate Bishop character in the Hawkeye. This actress
0: looks all right. What's wrong with her? And now
2: you're going to have America Chavez. They're Mm -hmm. clearly going to be doing a young... It's okay. At some point, no. But I'm saying this yeah. is this is what this is what obviously they're trying to do. Sure. This is why you've got the young Kate Bishop. This is why you've got yeah, Miss Marvel getting the push now. This is why she's mm. going to be featuring in the movies because they're trying to build up the. the I'm sure we're going to see Riri at some point or a version of her. We're going to sure. see, maybe even the Vision daughter girl uh, character, whatever yeah. the hell she is. You're going to see, and you know, probably at some point they will introduce Miles Morales or something like sure. that. So you know, but I, mean, I don't mind that. They're definitely building the team. You've got to do that to build the young audience squad.
0: You've got to you've got to have the team squad, and let's face it, they've had it in the comics for a long time in, in all the different publishers. It makes sense for the Marvel live action to promote the team characters. Mm. You know,
2: but again, I, I, America Chavez no, no in interest. the Doctor Strange movies wouldn't be my first choice because. No. There's so many other magical-based characters.
0: I, I think she's going to be blinking you miss it. You know, mm. she'll have a scene or two. Um, but I would
2: have thought that would have been a good opportunity to even have something like Wiccan in it or something like that. Sure. You know, because he is a magic character. He's also a teenager. He's also a gay. character who fucking sucks.
0: <laughs> like, um, yeah. <laughs> look, I, look, I'll look. i be honest. Let's, I, let's I, be honest.
2: Most of the new characters... I,
0: I, I'm not a fan of the Marvel Teen Squad. It never have been. Um, but... I do think it makes sense that they're promoting it, you know. Like it's what I would do, regardless of my own feelings about about these characters. But I'm not their target market, so you know, you would assume that this is their chance to try to break a big with the teen mainstream that they haven't been able to connect with in the books. You know, like they're not buying the books, so you've got to try to promote these characters like a Ms. Marvel, like America Chavez, like you
2: know, whoever. It is funny to me that it's funny to me that it's taken Marvel this long to actually like. Have so many teen heroes? Hmm.
0: Well, they, they had the Young they, Avengers back in the, you know twenty years ago. No, no,
2: no. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, uh, DC have had teen heroes for since the '60s, uh,
0: since the '40s with Robin. If you think about
2: it, Yeah, I suppose with Robin, but yeah, but I mean, they had like the Teen Titans, and then they've yeah. always had teen superheroes. Yeah, they've had that for like, as I said, like multiple decades, like mm. 60, 70, 80 years. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Whereas for Marvel, I feel like it's only been a recent – and even recent is 20 well, years or whatever. I would where. say
0: I, – look, I, I famously have never been into this stuff with Marvel. But wouldn't you say uh, some of the X-Men and X-Force and, and all that, they were sort of teenagers, weren't they? You had Cannonball and whoever else, you know, Jubilee –
2: uh, look, I you mean, know, X-Men like has ages. always been a bit of a weird thing because it's more of a mix-match of, Chitty like... pride. You know, because a lot of the kids were at the school, but most yeah. of the adults were the superheroes. Yeah. And, of course, they'd have more. But I'm talking about, like... Like, X-Men, again, it's a weird book because it's always dipped in and out of superhero... Right, ...mutant yeah. stuff. I'm just yeah. talking about, like... Like whenever DC had a popular character, they would make a teen version of it. Sure, like you know Speedy I mean? with Green Arrow, yeah. Speedy Wonder uh, um, uh, Wonder Girl, uh, Wonder Girl, Aquilad, uh, um, Kid Flash, yeah, and so yeah. on and so on. Robin, know I mean? Robin, who started, but it but they off. would always make it of like when the character is popular and at its yeah. height.
0: Well, wasn't that because? Cause but Marvel Stan did the weird thing of like,
2: okay, let's take all these teen characters and replace.
0: Yeah, but Stan had that thing, didn't he, about no sidekicks.
2: Wasn't well, that his big so thing? He, he, this, is, this is what I find weird about Stanley, right? He would slam DC and go, "Oh, it's ridiculous to have teenagers as heroes." You know, you're putting them in danger, and then he went and created <laughs> Spider-Man, sure. who was a kid in high school.
0: Yeah, I, look, I don't necessarily think of Stan as the you know, t- you know, not everything he said.
2: Was I just like, thought was the, the, the the biggest thing that he technically created, sure, right? Although he did have help. Yeah. You know, because it was the it was the one of few things that he did that wasn't wasn't really like a carbon copy yeah. of other characters. It was a little bit more original. Yeah. Was the teen character, was an yeah. actual kid. Yeah. yeah. So I just thought it was funny that he always used to slam DC for being like completely Oh I kid thought heroes. of one.
0: I thought of one. Um Bucky
2: from the originally from the forties. Yeah, but again, that was the thing when you did teen heroes, is my point. Right. But like Stanley just really except for Spider Man, Stanley really like yeah. tried to like not have teen yeah. superheroes it was Spider-Man was like the exception yeah
0: true I mean what are you going to do at the end of the day the so-called controversy about America Sharp is a skin colour to me is absolutely ridiculous like,
2: oh I do I think it's but as I said stupid. I was saying this to you what I find so hilarious is mm. it just goes to show you no one cares until it's a character they care about right Right. so these same people who if you were to turn around and say ah, I, I I prefer if Ariel Mm. From Little Mermaid was a, a white, uh, red-headed mm-hmm. mermaid. A mermaid mm. And because now is going to be uh, black in the oh, movie, yeah. you know, those people will chim up and go. It's just a fictional character, okay? It's just... I don't you know, care too much about yeah, No, but swapping, my point is, you know? but these now same people mm. are complaining yeah, well, that's stupid. that America Chavez yeah. isn't what she looks like in the comic books. Yeah, but that's ridiculous.
0: And I do feel... And it's, it's double standard. It's a small percentage, Rich. And they're, 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 everything's the, a
2: small... When it comes to the internet, everything's a small percentage. The,
0: the, I'll tell you what they are, though, those people. They're the chronic complainers. Probably. You know, they're the they're the... I will complain about everything all day long, 24-7... That's their fucking life. They're, they're happiest complaining,
2: you know? Yeah, but but let's be honest. No actor really looks exactly like the person in the comic books. Yeah. I, I, I mean, gr- look, Christopher deal. Reese was one of the like the few where sure. you were like, good God, it's like Superman. Yeah, like Hugh page. Jackman
0: doesn't look like Wolverine. Exactly. Hugh
2: Jackman you know. is way taller than Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? I um, mean. Uh, Love Hugh Jackman. Buddy. Probably even better looking than Wolverine.
0: Hugh Jackman's one of the, I would say, best-looking guys. No, but I'm saying around. Wolverine's
2: not exactly known for being like the handsome guy, no, especially back in the day, the sexy guy, yeah. and all that. So my point is, no one really looks like. Yeah. It's very rare that you find someone that matches exactly the person on the page. Yeah, you're more trying to get can it's they true. capture the person? Can they? Can they embody the person? Not really. Can they match the look of the person? For so God's sake, they've so got true. bloody Tom Holland playing Nathan Drake. That is looks, looks fucking awkward. Like
0: that movie looks shit.
2: No, but I'm just saying, like, no one... To stop bitching and moaning about the casting because... Hmm.
0: Can I ask a question, just on Nathan Drake? Who voiced him in the games? Nolan North. Right, it was Nolan North. The same guy who did Deadpool,
2: yeah? In the video games, yes.
0: Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. All right, I wanted to know that. Okay, well, that movie, by the way, is getting absolutely hammered. Uncharted absolutely fucking hammered, man. Have you seen that?
2: Yeah, well, again, my, the, my, my issue with it is not that he doesn't look the character, mm-hmm. but I don't think he embodies the character is my point. Sure. I don't think Tom... Because Nathan Drake is supposed to be a bit more like suave, sexy. Yeah, yeah. He's a bit of a... late. You know what I mean? He's got this, this swagger and confidence about him. Yeah. That I just don't think Tom Holland can portray.
0: No, I agree.
2: Totally. You know, so I don't... It's not so much that Tom Holland doesn't look like the character... It's the fact that he doesn't look like the character and he doesn't act like the character. He what doesn't do you, embody the character. Uh,
0: one of the toughest jobs I thought, that is a tough job playing uh, Nathan Drake because I feel Tom Holland was so miscast. You oh, know? for sure. But I tell you, one of the toughest gigs was the gig that guy had to play Han Solo. That was tough. You know, playing... Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a tough well, gig, you know.
2: The thing is, that's a little bit different though because that's you, you're not trying to bring a... Uh, a two D character, yeah, 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 yeah. from yeah. writing to whatever you're trying to replicate, get Harrison that get Ford's that microphone close to your sorry, mouth You're reach. trying to you're trying to replicate Harrison Ford's. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, uh, uh, Version.
0: I of didn't feel. Look, look, he, he, you know, he, I didn't think he did an awful job, but it was always I. I thought it was doomed to fail.
2: But you never once thought you were watching Han Solo though. That's the thing. Not really, like. No. You know, because again, one yes, the character's not going to look like him because yeah. it's a different person. Yeah, but you never quite felt that it was the same person in terms of, no. again, the the dialogue, how they yeah they spoke the lines, how what they inflected on, like it was just all of that was not there. No, I agree. It was, and, but that was the same with the Lando. I'm sorry, um, you didn't like um, Glover's Lando is nothing like the Lando from sure. the, the OT. So remember Billy D when he was like, who yeah. is this?
0: Battle Glove over a guy. <laughs> Billy D's awesome. He's the only good thing in Rise of Skywalker, that Billy D
2: yeah, gets. Because he, he's the only, like, OT character. <laughs> yeah, but
0: he gets a chance to run with his own little storyline in the movie. Mm. In a terrible movie, he gave you some entertainment, you know, and, like, really, considering uh, Billy D's pushing, like, what, mid-80s? Mm. You know, you're, like, really, you're putting a lot on this old guy's shoulders, yeah. you know? Um, now we also had at the Super Bowl the Lord of the Rings TV show trailer. Ugh. Didn't like it, Rich?
2: Very underwhelming. Yeah, it was. I was correct. very, I like this, like the CG looked fine when they were doing like the city shots and all sure. that. Yeah, I it didn't look as good as the actual movies from like 20 years ago, right? You know what I mean? Or well, when did they come out 15 20? Well, yeah, you know, 15, like close the, enough between yeah. 15 20 years ago. Yeah. I think that still looks fine. In fact, I only just recently watched um, Two Towers again mm. the other day. Yeah. Fucking, It just looks phenomenal, man. The sound, the, the visuals. Yeah, it's, a great movie. it's fantastic. And then I see this and I just go, it just doesn't have the same feel. It doesn't feel the same.
0: Yeah, you, you, really. Yeah, I mean... W- it feels at, a bit too clean. At the, at the beginning, I, I wasn't necessarily overwhelmed with, by awesomeness. But in the beginning when you saw the big statue... You know, was that the same statue that they go under no. in... It's it's a different statue. Okay, cool. Because I was, I was kind of like, well, is that the same statue? Because in my memory, there was two kings that they went under, I believe. Mm. Um, so, okay, so at least that's a different statue. Because, but I mean, from the
2: yeah. signs of it, they're not really following much from the uh, Cimmerillion and all that sort of stuff. They are really just making a lot of changes.
0: Yeah, they're doing their own thing, man. They're going their own way. Yeah, yeah,
2: they're just going... Pfft. That's a massive just baseline... Yeah. That's the time period we're setting it in. But we are going <laughs> to... We're, we're making a lot of changes. Yeah. Because um, they've already made a lot of changes to... um, um What was calling Batchett again? Um, Galadriel. Galadriel. They've made a lot of changes to her character.
0: Although, as a Lord of the Rings uh, aficionado, Galadriel has been around, as far as I'm aware, she was around from the first age.
2: No, no, but I mean they're making a lot of changes to her character. And well, things that she did.
0: But she was... I always thought she was kind of like a warrior queen.
2: Again, it's not expressly put out in in the Cimmerillion uh, and all that, that she was on the front lines fucking, you know, sword and armour and all that. I don't mind stuff. that, though. But I, no, but I'm just saying, like, I, from what I'm looking at this, I feel like they're just making a ton of changes. Yeah. But that could be good, though. Yeah. Because, again, the Cimmerillion is very dry and all that. Oh. But... Uh, it, better, it better pay off because, as I said, it, the show didn't it looked a little bit underwhelming. Yeah. It looked maybe just maybe just slightly better than Wheel of Time. Mm. Like, just.
0: J.R.R. Tolkien thought of her, along with Gil-Gilead, the Elven King, as one of the mightiest and fairest of all the elves left in Middle-earth in the Third Age. Uh, she's the only daughter and youngest child of Finophon, Prince of the Noldir, and he was one of the ones who originally came over from Valinor. Mm. Um, she was a niece... Fenye, the most important elf of the early First Age, he was the one who waged war against Mogaroth. Um, and in fact, the one who. He was trying to get back the Cimarals or whatever they're called. Um, in the First Age, once in Belleron, so she went. She was born in Valinor, right. And then she went over to Middle Earth. So she wasn't born in Middle Earth. I thought mm. she might have been. And then she, yeah, lived in the forests and stuff and did all sorts of shit. But I don't know, man, like. Who cares if she's in the front lines? Like you know, like she's no, As I said, they
2: ch- I'm just saying they're changing a character because to me, Galadriel's always been a person of power, sure, controlling things. But she's not the, she's not on the, you know, she's not the warrior general on the front lines hacking and slashing with sure the army. She's the the queen. She's the mm. the mighty one who sits there and yeah, yeah, commands yeah. is what yeah. I'm trying to say. But they're trying again. They're just trying to make her more epic, more sure badass. Which again. It could pay off. I'm it not could, saying yeah. that, but I'm just saying f- when I was watching that and what I'm hearing about it, I feel like they are making just a lot and lot and lot of changes, which again, it's... I've got a question. They've got the okay from the estate. So. Well, the, the estate took the cash. You know,
0: they, they finally got that big payday. Um, now, question, Rich, do you believe Gandalf's going to be in it? Because I think he will come into it eventually.
2: More than likely. I mean, they're really going to put hobbits in it and there's yeah. no hobbits in the Cimmerillion, so... Pff, <laughs>
0: everything's fair game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there was an article about how he probably won't be in the series, and I think this article is bullshit. And the article is all speculation. Uh, the trailer, scene in question, um, some people think Gandalf crashed to Earth from the heavens. No sooner does he land than he's rooted by a half-foot carriage, which are the descendants of the Hobbits, or ancestors of the Hobbits. Mm. Um, based on what author J.R.R. Tolkien wrote in his various appendices and certain posthumous releases, we know Gandalf's... Uh, Sor- uh, not S- Saramon, and their fellow wizards are beings called the Maia, immortal beings in service of the Valar. Um, Gandalf has kind of existed in one form or another since the dawn of recorded history, but he only takes mortal form after being sent to Middle-earth to confront the threat of Sauron, which makes total sense he'd be in the Second Age because that's where Sauron mm. rose up. Um, he was just a lieutenant of Mogroth in the First Age. Mm. Um, blah, 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 and um, it goes on and on. But I, I, I think he won't come in at the start. But I think he's definitely gonna come in. I think it'll be a waste of opportunity not to have him in there. You know? Um Again. You know, out.
2: they'll probably put him in there and he'll be some young, hot, handsome man.
0: You reckon? Not an old wizard?
2: No, they'll probably say that he became an old wizard over the
0: Right, okay, yeah.
2: Thousands of years.
0: Now also I was researching I think last show we mentioned the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movie and game rights are being sold off, they're thinking more than two billion. Not um, the movie, I don't think. Yeah, movie rights as well.
2: Okay, because I didn't – okay. I thought Warner Brothers said that they're not going to – they still own the rights to the movies. No, they
0: don't. They, I, I've researched it. They don't. Okay. Um, the company that does own the rights is auctioning them off, and oh, okay. they're expected to fetch about $2 billion. Um, Yes. Yeah, but so, I mean
2: um, – but Warner Brothers would still control the the original movies, yes, though. Yes, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah def- 100%. Yeah, Yeah, they yeah. still own that. Yeah, Like, exactly. that's theirs, yeah. Yeah, Indeed. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on there. Now, did you see, Richard, the DC trailers, specifically the Black Adam trailer with Hawkman?
2: Uh, yeah. What I, do you I saw, I saw that um, collage, what do you want to call it, or yeah, the, yeah, the clip? Of, yeah. I've just shown all the different stuff. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it all looked terrible.
0: You didn't like uh, Hawkman? Oh, no. I didn't really like the way his wings just kind of went out. Yeah, and I also
2: didn't like that he was wearing red. Yeah. Yeah. Like red pants, and like I was just like, "What's happening? Why is he? Why is his pants red and white?" Like, yeah, yeah, it didn't uh, Doctor F- uh, uh, Doctor Fate looked good? Mm. That looked good, but I mean, that's just a that's a metallic helmet and cool suit, but I mean, that did look cool. But no, um, yeah, I'm I can't say I'm terribly impressed with. The look of...
0: You don't like what the, the Rock's stuff. rocks cooking? You're not looking forward to it? Not really, no. I'm
2: so over The Rock, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> really just
0: over him. I'm not. I still like The Rock. He was good at the Super Bowl the other day. We did the Super Bowl. Like, you know, Got it, the crowd revved up. Was, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. He was pretty damn good, man. Yeah. He, he lit it up, dude.
2: At the start. Yeah, I'm not saying he's charismatic and all that, but I just think that I feel like he he's that type of guy that you know, has got a lot of weight behind him now and he loves swinging it. He loves swinging that weight. Like, you know, think, <laughs> people need to do what he says kind of thing. Like, that's just the, that's the vibe I get from him. Right. Where he loves throwing his weight around. Like, you know, showing how powerful he is.
0: Well, I guess he's probably the biggest star in the world right now. You
2: know? Yeah, surprisingly.
0: Close, at least, you know?
2: Because, I, I mean, let's be honest, he hasn't been exactly, like, phenomenally great movies. So, I mean, Jungle yes, Cruise? he's had some,
0: but no.
2: <laughs> no. No. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but he's a personality.
2: You know, yeah. like I mean, his Baywatch was a flop. Mm. Um, his early movies are pretty floppish as well. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, so you a lot of them. You, here's the thing about him is that you almost have to struggle to remember mm. a lot of his movies, like
0: Obsidian oh, Shaw. That was a recent one,
2: which is terrible. The
0: Rampage, uh, the which one was with was also the, a bomb. The, the Tower one, whatever it was
2: called. I've seen them all. Yeah, and he was in San Andrés. But my point is none of them they're not like these massive movies that everyone remembers, type of thing sure. and all that. I mean, look, Poopa will remember obviously um uh the uh the Jumanji remakes. Yes. Those were very popular. I loved them. But I mean but my point is, is it's not like Honestogenigos or Sylvester Stallone where he has these classics. Sure. That when you think of that actor you just go, Oh, and you just start remembering all these classic movies. Mm. I just don't feel like he has that He hasn't got that, even though
0: he's this phenomenally big... He's got that TV show Ballers. You know, that was pretty popular.
2: I I mean, again, I'm not saying he's not been in stuff. I'm just saying I don't think he's... I know. It's weird that he hasn't been in that many good things, but Mm. yet he's this most popular, uh, most powerful, high-paid actor, and yet a lot of his movies were bombs.
0: Yeah. Well, I think a big factor is that people like his personality and what you know they like his product they like what he what he's putting out
2: yeah there. i mean i think they like him yeah, i think people like it. the rock yeah. in general you know yeah. he is charismatic and all that yeah. so but
0: i think that's a huge part of his appeal i think
2: probably. frankly
0: try that door again rich i want to see if it's still running a bit because we can get some fresh air in here still is there still running or not no yeah, open just, it up Do just some crickets i love it well we can have a few crickets on the show that's okay um. Now, you'll probably be... Ha- I mean, it's sad what's happening to George Perez. He's currently in hospice. Um, he's, he's got into a hospice now. He had real medical mm. problems. He's obviously got the cancer really badly, yeah. uh, gallbladder infection. I mean, you know, and, and look, honestly, I mean, such a sweetheart. And He's really sad. Uh, DC and Marvel are teaming up to reprint 7,000 copies of the JLA Avengers to honour him. I believe the funds are going to was Cancer Research... Uh, the Heroes Initiative, which he was on the board of for a long time that helps out creators.
2: Um, oh, okay, okay. No, no, I get it. I was going to say that's not his best work, but then I realised it's because it's Marvel and DC, and so it, yeah. it's, there's an overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so,
0: um, yeah, and uh, anyway, so it's, will you get a copy of this, uh, or do you own it? Do you own it from originally, the JLA? Labels? Yeah, I
2: already own it, but I mean, am I... Uh, well, is the money going to him?
0: I think it's going to work. Or some cancer sort of research. Cancer yeah, I'll probably do it then. Yeah, twenty nine ninety
2: nine
0: USD for USD. Okay, as, as long as most trade. of
2: the proceeds go, and not like a fraction. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Now, I tell you what, I saw something today. It was on Koop because Koop Usak wrote that, um, and Koop Usak's doing a lot of the social media for him. You know, because like George Perez is now in a hospice. Mm. This one fucking guy got on there on on the message. He goes, oh. I hope you will complete the 1993 unfinished something or other, like DC Marvel team up. Keep your Sex like, that's not going to happen. He's in a hospice. He can't draw. Mm. Like, I mean, I said to Michelle, how entitled are some people? They feel that, like, George Price has to die with a fucking pencil in hand, you know? it's It, it sickens me. You know, like, it's like, let the... Let yeah, the, because, you know. it, yeah,
2: but, well, yeah, I mean, because it is, it's almost like a backhanded compliment. In a sense, like, I mean, yes, sure. George Perez is literally one of the greatest artists to, like, ever work in the industry. Right. And in a way, what you're saying is that you hope that he can get something finished because his art is so beautiful. Right. But at the same time, it's also like, but I want it before you die.
0: But hasn't he done enough? Like, no, but right? I'm saying,
2: I'm not agreeing with the guy, but I'm like... In that guy's mind, he's probably, he's thinking he's, it's a compliment or something. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, you're so good. I hope you can finish this before you die kind of thing yeah. and all that because it's so good. But, you know, just like a lot of people are probably saying, geez, I hope George R. Martin can fucking finish the book before he dies. Sure. You know, that he's been working on. But it is it is also entitled, as you said. Yes. yes. It's this weird, like, you know, look, if something's just got to be finished by someone else, unfortunately. Well, George
0: just... R. Martin is in a hospice, you know, as well. He, he is still functioning adult. Yeah, uh, you know. and also,
2: to be fair, you could be a writer and, and still dictate. Yeah, and Robert you Jordan... Know, it's not much. You, you can't really dictate art. You can't go, <laughs> oh, now, that's right. now put the now stroke left and then <laughs> curl up. Like, you can't really dictate no. someone to draw. So
0: And, like, Robert Jordan passed away and Brandon Sanderson finished off the Wheel of Time books. Mm. Um, well,
2: I said, I mean, that's a bit more easier to do as a writer. As an yeah, artist, yeah. you're fucked. Like, if you can't move, if you can't yeah. sit, if you can't hold a pencil, yeah. f- what the fuck can you do?
0: No, I know it's 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 really sad, and um, Oh it's just sad, really. It's really
2: sad because George Perez is literally one of my favorite like artists. Like I've got a, like a top ten list, and he's like number sure. three. So,
0: where's Butch Geist on that list? Is he anywhere? I like Butch Geist.
2: Probably not in my top ten, though. No.
0: He's one of my favorites,
2: but um, yeah, I would probably put him in a top twenty.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Who are some of your other ones? If you had to reel off some, you know?
2: Oh, um, I gotta go consult the list, but it's stuff like, um, um, um Michael Ringo, oh yeah, he's um, good. obviously Joe Mad, um, uh, Kevin McGuire, Ed McGuinness? Uh Ed McGuinness yeah, is no, like probably Ed. number ten. I
0: like Ed McGuinness a lot. Um,
2: uh, uh, Doug Mankey is actually one yes. of them as well. Yeah, um, so I've yeah I've got a list, and but George Perez is like literally number three, like sure. because while his art isn't like oh my god, like you know, it's just that he can put so much detail in one panel. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He can just fit so much into a panel, but it's not cluttered. No. You can still make out what he's going. On. He, oh, the spreads that he did when you did massive amounts of heroes mm. on like one page and all that sort of stuff. You know, like Exhausting. even like Ivan, even Ivan Ivan Rice is up there. You know, mm. um, uh, not in the top ten. I'd probably put him at like eleven mm. uh, because his art is it's it's bold and it's dynamic, and he's also really good at doing spreads. But he's he's a little bit more generic in sure. terms of like character look mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Although he did a fantastic Green Lantern, so. I'm not complaining or anything like that. So, But no, there's been some great artists. And as I said, there's just not that many great... I couldn't really name you that many current no, new artists that I really would even bother to remember their names, honestly. Well, a lot of comic book art, in my
0: opinion, has gone downhill radically in the last decade. Oh, yeah. like mainstream art, you know. And maybe that as well, can I also say, is probably a nature of the churn and burn of the industry. It just feels like...
2: You know? Can I? I have a theory as to why that is, mm. right? I think it's because people back in the day, artists back in the day, mm. right? Um, oh, by the way, Jerry Ordway is another yeah. fantastic yeah. artist. I love his. Like he's very Fat. He's Shipman. He's like
1: Oof, mm.
2: one of the best. Uh, my theory is that um, those guys mm. studied art. Mm. They went and they learned how to draw. Yep. Right, because there's a rule in art. You can't break the rules until you know the rules. Yes. Right? Then you can break the rules. I feel like a lot of the artists today, it's almost like they're self-taught. Yeah. They just started drawing webtoons or, you mm. know, Tumblr pictures where they were just copying their favorite art, mm. but they never actually learned yeah. what it means to, to, to learn the art before you just... The do basics it. of the yeah. game, man. And that's yeah. why sometimes when you see their stuff, it's, it's really bad, like positioning, composition. It's just really bad because they never really learned... No, that sort I, of stuff. I, I, think, I mean, that's my theory anyway. I don't know if it's correct.
0: I think it's a decent theory. Um, Roy Thomas is coming on board to write X-Men Legends, starting from number one again, featuring a fresh Wolverine story set back around 1974 when the first story of Wolverine took place, where he jumped out from behind the bush to attack the Hulk. Um, now, I didn't realise that Roy Thomas was credited as a co-creator of Wolverine. As this article I was reading. I thought that was Len Wein. And uh, Roy Thomas is now getting a. Is he a co-creator? Possibly. I mean, I I didn't know that. Like, I knew Len Wein got it. Got it. Let's 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 go to Wikipedia again. And it's see very
2: it. interesting what Marvel is doing. Hey, what? they're basically like doing these legend stuff as if to say, look, we we know a lot of you don't care about this new shit that we're doing. Yeah. So we're just going to give you these mini series from classic stories. Probably or a good past idea. Past stories. Probably a good idea. But it's also showing you that you got a lot of current readers who are not interested in the stuff you're putting out now.
0: Here we go. He was created by Marvel editor-in-chief Roy Thomas, writer Len Wein, and Marvel art director John Romita Sr. Uh, Romita designed the character's costume, but the character was first drawn for publication by Herb Trimpey in that episode of uh, Hulk, mm. I believe Hulk 181. Uh, um, Wolverine then joined a revamped team of the hero, superhero team, the X-Men were eventually Chris Claremont and artist writer John Byrne would play significant roles in the character development which is true actually but um I always heard Len Wein Len Wein Len Wein but I didn't realize that Roy I, I guess Roy Thomas had a hand in that uh, there was he did have a hand in the in that X-Men relaunch like I believe he was the he, he was the editor in chief of
2: I mean I guess I, w- I would dare say that Wolverine's one of those characters where it's actually going to be very hard to nail down like the actual creator, because if you look at where that character started to what that character mo- uh, became, yeah, it's very different. You know what I mean? Like as you say, when he rocks up in Hulk, Hulk, Hulk one. he's uh, it's a blank character. Yeah, he jumped out behind the rock and attacked. Yeah, but but there's nothing to that character. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's just an interesting looking character. Yeah, and you could probably say that a lot of the the popularity of Wolverine is from John Byrne. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? In 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 really like delving into the character, giving in that mysterious past, like hmm. playing on that. With building, Chris Claremont. Yeah, yeah building that... Oh, sorry, John Claremont. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, it's, it, Wolverine, like himself, is a very muddied character in terms sure. of, like, who can you really pinpoint as the the daddy.
0: Yeah, no, it's interesting, yeah. Um, no, it's very interesting. I, I love it. And, and to be honest, I'll probably... If they've put that out in a trade, I wouldn't mind reading that trade, the first X-Men Legends trade. We haven't done much of it on the show, but it probably would be a good uh, good one to pick up on, you know.
2: Sure, can't be any worse than the current stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. I mean, like that's right. The current stuff is just so lacking in, in terms of anything really. Now,
2: well, I read that X Men Eight because you read it, and yeah,
0: oh, that was pretty f- terrible. Fucking awful. Uh, just because Modok was in it, that was the only only reason. Cause, you know, I like Modok, mm. and um, even he sucked in it. Uh, now, Howard the Duck, you'll be very excited, is going to appear in the She-Hulk TV show, Rich. I'm looking forward to the show. I know you're not, but is Howard the Duck, you know, a factor for you now? Are you thinking Howard could maybe turn this around?
2: I'll be honest with you, I've never been a massive Howard the
0: Duck fan. <laughs> I
2: mean, I watched the movie, the... Yeah, yeah, um, the original. That was done by George Lucas, wasn't it? It was a George yeah. Lucas movie, yeah. I remember watching that, and I remember being disturbed by it. <laughs> <laughs> I found it to be a very disturbing movie. <laughs>
0: And what was what what was it that made disturbed your about it?
2: Well, one just the character, the and humor. then he's he's banging humans. Yeah, yeah, like he ends up with the human chicken. I'm just like, this is weird. This is awkward. It, it
0: was it was an odd it was an odd movie. Uh, I never really got into it um, at the time.
2: Plus, I never felt that he actually looked like Howard the Duck. Yeah, he actually looked like more like one of um, the nephews, Donald Duck's nephews.
0: Yeah, the Huey, Jerry, and Yeah. Yeah.
2: He kind of looked more like... Yeah, he looked more like a a Walt Disney Duck.
0: Like an aged Huey. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. kind of, yeah. He never kind of looked like Howard.
2: Because Howard the Duck has a more, like, elongated head. Like a much bigger cranium, like a longer... And and
0: what do you think of the Howard the Duck that turned up in, like, Guardians and stuff?
2: That looks probably more accurate in the comics. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. But it's still an odd character.
0: (laughs) He's a very odd character, man. Super odd, I would say. Like, uh, I am looking forward to the show. Uh, Now... Rich, I'm prepared to give you a pass on the show. I'm happy to do the show myself and do the reviews. If you, I'll I watch know. the
2: first episode.
0: You're going to give it and an I'll episode? I'll let you know from there. Okay. and um, I'm not holding
2: my breath. No, though. I
0: was going to say uh, nothing <laughs> about it. Like, And you know I liked the I, mean, I mean,
2: look, I'll be honest. If, if if they make it more like John Byrne, yeah. which I'm not a massive fan of, but, I mean, if you're going to do a show and you make it more like John Byrne's, I'll, I'll maybe stick around. Yeah. But if it's going to be more like modern She-Hulk, then no, I'm not interested. Not happy? If she's going to be sitting around talking about her favourite cooking show, no. <laughs> her
0: favourite cooking show. I tell you what, I don't like it when She-Hulk hulks out. I like her when she's sort of like, um, I don't know how to, a statuesque.
2: Well, you know, again, that was the thing that they were trying to do because they were trying to make her as they were trying to be like you know oh she's just as strong and powerful as the hulk and but
0: she's always been a strong character she yeah knows. but
2: she's never been as strong as the hulk though which right. makes sense because yeah. the hulk was bombarded with with yeah. gamma rays she just got a blood transfusion yeah, exactly. so it makes sense that she would just gain some strength mm. and involved but not to the level of the hulk though because she wasn't bombarded with it yeah it, but, I,
0: but I thought that gave her a nice point of difference.
2: I think so too. But again, yeah. that um, uh, Marvel weren't happy with that. And they were like, no, we have to make her the female Hulk.
0: i tell you what was cool. Um, and just while we're doing this, I've actually picked up that X-Men Legends. So we can do that at some point in the near future. Um, in the Hulk TV show, the animated show in the 90s... Mm-hmm. There were some good She-Hulk episodes in that, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I, I, I've always said she's a cool character. I liked her, which in Fantastic Four, um, all sorts of things. So, well, again, you know.
2: what makes it also separate from is because she's not as strong as the Hulk. Mm. A lot of the problems she solves is also just through her intellect, yeah, through her wit. It's just, you know what I mean? Yeah, because she's not. Yeah, she can't just like go on a rampage. Mm. and smack the shit out of things and get stronger and stronger as she gets angry and angrier. So, yeah, she's got to be a bit more smart. She's got to outthink her opponents and all that as well, you know, mm. use her brains and her brawn. Uh, again, it makes it – but, again, they just wanted to make her exactly like the Hulk.
0: Yeah, just Hulk too. basically.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Hulk with boobs. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I just uh, – but, uh, but I think in this show they're going to go more in the sort of Charles Soule, lawyer mm. – direction um she's running the office and stuff like that you know what i mean like maybe
2: not though i mean if they're going to have howard the duck in it maybe it is she's going to be a bit more like breaking the third wall and all that sort of stuff yeah
0: the fourth wall i I love that charles soul um run i thought it was excellent i really it's probably the only thing that chucky soul's ever done that i actually really really liked i thought it was excellent run
2: but if you had to choose between his run or the burns which would you choose if they were going to
0: um serialize uh, that I mean John Burns, hmm. yeah, uh, John Burns. But I like both, you know. Um, I thought John Burns. I also
2: think John Burns drew She-Hulk the best.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I, I, I really liked the visual of his of of his Hulk run as well. Like, I, I mean I thought it was an incredibly strong run. So <laughs> I mean I own the omnibus of um, John Burns run. I should own the omnibus of Chucky Souls. <laughs> uh, I read Chucky Souls was coming out. I was pretty high on it at the time. Um, and I thought I was going to like a lot more of his writing, and nothing I've ever read ever has even gone close. I, I thought that was easily his best stuff that he'd ever done. Fair enough. Um, yeah, but anyway, we'll watch this. I, I'm a big Howard the Duck fan, as you know. I do know, yeah. So I, I am looking forward to it. Now, we had uh, Robert Patterson, uh, Batman, who Michelle is really taking a disliking to the trailers. <laughs> she saw the trailer. They are she, terrible. She I can't believe her. how mopey his Bruce Wayne is. She she keeps she, she makes a point, Rich, and you forget you know she's the ultimate mainstream. Will watch the movie, knows nothing about any of the So mm. she goes. The thing is, Bruce Wayne is debonair. He's charming, you know, handsome playboy. He's playing him just moody, angst-ridden, what's the difference from his Batman, you know? Um, and uh, so DC comics are for emo fans, says mm. Batman star Robert Patterson. Um, DC. Is the kind of emo comic because many of the publisher's stories are sad and nihilistic. Rich, what do you think? Obviously, you're a DC guy. We've <laughs> See, got the military chopper coming across the the onto Ukraine, us. The Ukraine us. invasion. <laughs> it's reached it's reached
2: Look, I, I've said this before. I I honestly believe that there's just so many people out there that don't get Batman mm. that they they. Ugh. No, I, this could just be like my ego talking. Sure. But... I like it already. I feel like... You see, look, to me, there's always... There's three sides to... To to Bruce. Right. Right? There's the act of Batman. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm talking about the Batman that goes in the streets and is like, I'll I'm break Batman. your arm and all that sort of crap. You know what I mean? I'm Batman. I'll scare the shit out of you. That's not who he is. That is what... That's what he's using. That's sure. the persona he puts on. Then there's obviously the Bruce Wayne persona of the... Uh, um almost ditzy yeah, yeah. D- you know the dilaton you know yeah I- i'm just here to sleep with woman and not know what i'm doing and mm. you know blah 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 and then there's, as i said there's always the middle bruce wayne it's the guy in the cave yeah who's with alfred and mm. you know and he's a bit more somber and he's quiet mm. Do you know what i mean like that's the real bruce wayne it's, he puts on two different personalities mm. to get the job done mm. but the real batman is the guy that sits in the in the cave solving the crime. Mm. Get that microphone close to your mouth bridge. Thinking it through and all that sort of stuff. Like, I feel like that's, that's, and so people miss that. Mm. And Batman is not nihilistic. Mm. Batman is actually hopeful. Yeah, he's not as nihilistic as the Punisher. Because if he's not, if he doesn't have hope, if he doesn't believe that he's making a difference, Mm. then why would he fucking keep doing it? Yeah. That's nihilistic. He doesn't do it because he's like, oh, it's all going to end anyway, or it's no good. No, he believes that, he by can, Dark Knight Returns,
0: he's close to nihilistic.
2: Yeah, so. but again, I'm not a fan of...
0: Yeah, I'm um, just saying, by you know, that point, he was. Yeah, but I'm just know.
2: saying, like, to me, Batman is a character that is hopeful. Mm. He doesn't show it. Mm. You know, that's, he keeps that in himself. But I believe he has hope that things do get better. Oh, no, I agree. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing what he does. Well, I mean,
0: classic Batman definitely did. Yeah. You know? Um, I think Chuck Dixon's Batman definitely classic did. Classic Batman
2: used to do the Tootsie and the... Yeah, no, no, the, but, the, but I'm talking like, like... No, no, I know. Yeah,
0: I mean... Dark Knight Returns. He was pretty nihilistic by that point, you yeah.
2: know. That's why I said I. This my favorite Batman is actually the Denny O'Neill era Batman. Yeah, because I felt that was a really good, uh, uh, representation of the character in that he is stern, he is rough, he is whatever, but he is he's a bit more lighter. Yeah, he is a bit more hopeful. He doesn't take things so seriously, and and to the detriment of his own like mental mm. you know stability and all that he's it's a good balance yeah, no I agree you know and also he used to jet set around the world almost like a James Bond yeah. character you well know, um different demon's quest and, and all
0: that kind of stuff
2: yeah as I said yeah. like my favorite Batman is the Denny O'Neill and I've never that's why I think I stopped being a Batman fan after that because that's when it became the he doesn't trust his teammates he mm. but I, I get it it makes good stories mm. you know and I don't necessarily mind like here's the thing as I said the story can still work if Batman tells them that oh. he's doing the plans, mm-hmm. but doesn't tell them what the plans are. Right. And then what you can do is that the Justice League is taken, getting taken out, and then he realizes, yeah. "Fuck! Someone's got my plans." Yeah. These are all my. That story can still work without him being an utter fucking arsehole <laughs> and treating his teammates like absolute shit. <laughs> mm. Do sure. you know what I mean? Like he doesn't trust them. Are at you all. talking about Tara Babel. Yeah. Yeah. That story still works without him being an arsehole. If you had
0: him. Grandpa Wade here, would you say to him, "Listen, pal, I've got a few notes." What would you say to Mark? Wade? Well, he to be fair, in, that
2: yeah. was—I kind of feel like that was Wade stealing from himself. Yeah, because that happened in Justice League Year One. Yeah, which I think was written by Wade as well. It was. It was. And in that, it was the Martian Manhunter. Yeah. but it, that made more sense because Martian Manhunter—he doesn't know who to trust. He's strange, an alien. He's an alien from another world. He's—he's yeah. he's fresh on the scene. He doesn't know who these people are. He doesn't know if they're going to be a danger to him. That makes a hell of a lot more sense than Batman just deciding, "Oh, fucking trust any of you guys." I'm going to make plans to take you all out yeah. and not tell you about them. Mm. I mean, they could have died, literally. <laughs> like, I'm just, I just feel like that story could still work without him being an arsehole.
0: Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I mean, it might for good storytelling. But I think Robert Pattinson just doesn't get it, which no, doesn't surprise look, me.
2: You know? Pattinson doesn't strike me as the guy that n- knows anything about Batman. He's probably no. never even read or even watched any of the he Batman might have movies.
0: He might have seen an episode of something somewhere along mm. the way, you know?
2: I just, You know what? I just... I can't believe we've gone from how awesome Ben Affleck's Batman look mm. in the costume, I mean. Like, yeah. that costume was so good to this fucking shitty um, cosplay costume. Yeah. Like, have you seen it? It's almost like a helmet.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look good. It
2: does not. I'm sorry. I can't believe we've gone from that to I this. I know Jimmy Terz is out there. This is a there. downgrade.
0: Jimmy Terz is out there's pumped for this movie. Uh, I'm optimistic, but I'm viewing towards, I'm worried. You know, I'm worried. I'm
2: worried. I've, I've watched the trailer they went on for, like, I think five minutes. Yeah. And I was just like,
0: ooh, I think I've seen enough. But also when they're like, we're going to make Batman really dark. I'm like, I watched, you know what was on? <laughs> have you
2: not made yeah. him really dark?
0: Well, You know what was on last night? Michelle put on Batman 89. What a great fucking movie. And Jack oh, Nicholson, yeah. Jack Nicholson's just stealing scene after scene. Michael Keaton's fantastic. And it's just so much better. And mm-hmm. it's like, how can you go from that height to, we're going to make Batman really dark? It's like, he was already dark. It's inherent you know but like you're doing one tone it's it's like those bands that I personally find boring that just have one song one mm. mood it's just always the same well again you
2: know? I'll say this I mean uh, Tim Burton is the only person to have actually done a proper Batman mm. uh, because one thing that turned me off Christopher Nolan's one was mm. the first movie because in that movie he goes I won't kill you but I don't have to save you either. And then he just fucking jets out of the train. Right. And and it kills Ras al Ghul. Mm. Batman would never do that. Batman would never just go, hey, well, sorry, man, I don't have to save you. And sure. When he can. Yeah. Batman will always save the villain. Mm. Yeah. He will die. He will literally die trying yeah. to save the he bad guy.
0: He doesn't generally just leave. He doesn't it. just go,
2: well, I'm just not murdered because I'm not, yeah. you know. I, I'm not killing you. You've that's killed like, yourself. That's
0: like the original Dead Evil movie with like when Dead just threw that person in front of a train.
2: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like after that movie, I was like, again, I don't think Christopher Nolan gets Batman. Mm. He doesn't understand Batman because Batman would never mm. do that. Good movies though. I don't. I didn't. You, I didn't you weren't a fan, it, yeah. were you? I, no. I just didn't feel like Batman movies. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Like I just feel like you could have interchanged that with any character, any like just action. Yeah. Hear a character, and it wouldn't really be anything. I enjoyed them.
0: I enjoyed them, but I hear what you're saying. Oh, really I really,
2: I couldn't get over the Scooby Doo voice that um Christian Bale did. Oh, that Jim. just turned me off. And in the third movie, when he actually talks to himself like that, when Catwoman disappears and he goes, <laughs> "So that's what that feels like," and I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck? are You by you, yourself? What are you doing?"
0: <laughs> yeah, it was so stupid. Yeah, it got it got pretty dumb they uh, like got pretty stupid in that regard, but anyway, the you know it's coming closer and closer. D Day is going to happen. This Batman movie is going to come out, and the internet, Warners are going to either find a day of reckoning.
2: Look, here's uh, this is my prediction, right? Mm. I reckon it's going to have a big opening week uh, weekend because it's yes. Batman. Yeah, but I honestly believe it's going to drop off after that.
0: Do you think it'll make more money than Batman vs Superman? In you know internationally and in the states?
2: Oh no.
0: Yeah, I don't think it will either. Right. I, I d- as I said, movie, I think blah, it's going
2: to have a big opening weekend because it's Batman. Yeah. But me personally, I just don't think it's going to be good and I think it's going to get a bit of bad um, uh, word of mouth Yeah, and I think it's going to drop off considerably after that. Yeah. That's did, just my man. prediction.
0: I like your predictions, Rich. You know I like your predictions, man. You know, it's like I, I think I'm on, I'm on the same page. Jimmy Terzis is very hopeful. Jimmy Tos is over hey. there in Chicago. Shout out to Jimmy. There's
2: nothing wrong with being hopeful. Just don't get too hopeful. <laughs>
0: yeah. Am I hopeful, Rich? Hopeful one day it'll all be over. Uh,
2: I'm actually surprised you're not more. you usually like <laughs> extremely to the point of best movie ever before no, I'm it's nervous. even come out. I'm nervous. I'm no, nervous. Okay. I'm nervous.
0: I, I, I'm hopeful that it's good, but I'm actually nervous. Yeah.
2: Yeah. As I said, I just, I, as I said, I watched that long five-minute trailer that came out recently. Mm. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't wait for this trailer to end. And I thought to myself, if that's what I'm feeling in five minutes, I just can't sit through two hours (laughs) or however long it is. I just can't. I'm like, I can't. If I can't get through five minutes. Well, it's three hours, I think. Yeah, well, if I can't get through five minutes, I'm not getting through five hours.
0: Wow. Uh, Now, Lord of the Rings, uh, War of the Roham anime is a feature set for release April... Oh, April 2024.
2: Oh, just just around the corner. Well, wow,
0: I thought it was like April this year. <laughs> Jesus. Um,
2: well, they only just announced it. The, the
0: original anime feature from New Line and Warner Brothers Animation, April 12, uh, 2024. Uh, it's set roughly two centuries before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings will the exploits explore the exploits of Helm Hammerhand the King of Rohan and the creation of Helm's Deep, the stronghold featured in Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers. Um, uh, going back to my history in the appendices, I remember there was a famous incident where Gondor and Rohan, and potentially it's in this uh, thing where they sign their pact, which is the pact that the Ro- Rohan people yeah. honour in Return of the King when they come in. But there's, there's an incident... Earlier on in the piece, where they sign a pact, and I actually had it on a calendar, um, the picture of them signing the signing the pact. Well, not okay. picture, they're like swords out or something, and it was cool. I was deep into those appendices, you know, because because yeah. I remember people would be like, "Oh, that's from Lord of the Rings." Um, no, wrong. It's from the appendices. <laughs> like, no, wrong. Return, oh, that's from Return of the King when the Rohans come. <laughs> wrong, amateur. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, again, I mean, for a lot of people, Lord of the Rings was their first fan- uh, first introduction into fantasy. Like, sure. You know, I mean, it is one of the but earliest. It's almost one of you on. know, yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm not surprised a lot of people just, like, didn't devour and just get lost in that world and try and find out so much good. I have a question for you, though. Mm, go ahead. So um, go ahead, how do you feel about um, f- uh, beardless female dwarves? Huh?
0: Couldn't care less. Um, well, how do I feel?
2: Well, in the new, in the Sheehy show, mm. yeah, um, they've got that black dwarf. They've got or the or the, the black female dwarf, but yeah. a lot of people are going, cool, yeah, whatever representation, but where's sure. her beard, though? Yeah, I. Because Gimli, it's stated in the books. Yeah, right. That you literally can't tell the difference between a male and a female because they both have dwarfs. Uh, they both have beards. I mean, yeah, that,
0: I, I don't care. I mean, me personally doesn't care. I mean, it would no, have been I'm funny. It's not
2: accurate. Yeah, I don't care that much, though. You know? But it would have been so unique, though. Like, it been. you would. I, I oh, it would have been funny. I can't think of any fantasy movie, TV show where they've had bearded female dwarves. Dude, it would have been funny. I, I mean, like,
0: if they'd done it. But I, I think the problem. I, and no offense to you know anyone. I think the problem they would have faced is that people would have just been laughing. You know, when they saw it, it would have. You know, I, I, I mean,
2: maybe, but that that is that's supposed to be the world. Yeah, well, you
0: know, but dude, that's not the only license they're going to take in this fucking thing. Dude, you're going to see Samurai's turning up, and you're going to be paying out with a lunch.
2: Uh, you know what? At this point, they're making so many changes. Yeah. I. You may actually be yeah. right. No shit, I'll
0: be right. And then you'll, th- this is the thing with me. I read the play, and I can. I, I knew they were going to butcher and chop, and not just butcher, make shit up, you know? Yeah,
2: but I I, I do draw still draw the line at Samurai. As I said, they're gonna have they're gonna have Asian rowans. They're gonna have Asian dwarfs. They're gonna have Asian elves. I don't think they're gonna actually bring actual samurai into it.
0: You better hope not. You'll be out of lunch if they do. I,
2: I'm still very confident that's not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> I, gee, I hope it happens?
2: Although I'm, I'm, I must, I must wonder now if you watch the TV show and then go watch the movies, you're gonna go, where did all the people of color go?
0: <laughs> well, that's the interesting part because I, th- you know, I think a lot of people. Um, don't really closely Unless you're doing a show like this Or you're a hardcore nerd You don't really care about what studio's doing what
2: You know? No, but let's say, let's say you never watch the movies, right? Oh, right And let's say so you watch yeah. the TV show Yeah And you go, oh, okay Maybe I'll go give those movies a go That I never yeah. watched years yeah, ago Yeah, And then you watch it Then you, you probably yeah. think to yourself Wait, where's all the Where's all the non-white Where's people? Lenny Henry? Yeah. As the, you know? as the, where's the um, Black Hobbit? Where's the
0: Yeah, yeah true <laughs> True um, no, I think as well, they'll get a lot of, um, uh, there's going to be a lot of comparison between, cause it's not like the movies were so long ago and the movies have been milked with the Hobbit movies as well. So
2: well, you, yes, this, a you, comparison. you know why I don't have a lot of hope for like the TV show mm. because not even Peter Jackson could beat Peter Jackson. No, it's true. You know what I mean? Like with the Hobbit, yeah. the Hobbit movies are terrible compared to the Lord of yeah, the Rings. And yeah. that was Peter Jackson. Yeah following Peter Jackson. And if he couldn't even replicate his success, yeah. I don't have a lot of hope for the people after him.
0: Yeah, I know. No, I agree with that. And uh, frankly, one of the biggest problems with the Hobbit movies, uh, on, on top of some ridiculous scenes that were very video gamey, um, is they were too stretched out.
2: But you know what? I kind of feel like this was their perfect opportunity to actually make a, a, TV, a kids movie Yeah, with the Hobbit. They could have even, I don't know, like a Pixar CGI Mm. type of thing that's for the kids you know it's Lord of the Rings The Hobbit but it's for the kids because it is I mean The Hobbit is a kids book
0: yeah with some darker undertones no but but it's still a kids book it's only
2: you know it's it's, it's what he did and then he built it on from there but my point is I feel like there was a real missed opportunity to have like an animated or CGI kids movie in the Lord of the Rings universe And just one movie, not fucking three.
0: not three. Not three. There was a funny thing. Did we do it on the show? The Five Armies? Who were the Five Armies? And there was a lot of dispute over who the Five Armies were.
2: Yeah.
0: um, Now, I've got the information. Although I did
2: really enjoy, sorry, uh, uh, Billy Connolly as a dwarf. Yeah. (laughs) That was pretty good.
0: The Oath of Earl, also called the Oath of Siron, was the alliance sworn between the nations of Rohan and Gondor. Also agreed was whenever help was needed, the two kings would aid each other. The signal that help was needed was the red arrow, a symbol of danger. For faster communication between the two allies, the warning beacons of Gondor were used. These beacons were placed along the seven hills along the northern ridge of the White Mountains. Um, <coughs> and there was some incident, um, basically. And I'm wondering if, if that's where the Helm's Deep thing will come in, Rich, do you think? Or is this a separate thing? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not... It'll probably be separate,
2: expert, I imagine, you know. if it's an anime.
0: You don't think it'll... there's going to be an appearance of Gondor in this at all? Really? May
2: um, I don't know, Come maybe. On. I mean it depends on how, how long the anime is. I mean, is it an hour and a half? Is it two hours? I mean how long is it? Is it just gonna be like is it just like a just a peripheral tie in thing just to like, you know, enrich it? Like I don't know. Like I, I gotta see something like I don't even know the runtime of what they what the anime will be. What they're gonna pump out, you know. Looking for, forward for, to it. For all we know it could just be a forty five minute anime.
0: I'm looking forward to it, but she's two years away. I mean Russia could invade Ukraine and we could be all over by, by then, you know? Doubtful. What happens if the bombs fall? Will they still come out? You know? If yeah, the we'll, bombs we'll, fall on we'll, the tanks roll...
2: We'll just shoot it underground.
0: <laughs> shit, we'll, a guerrilla style. <laughs> be a much more low-budget affair, but <laughs> underground... Because well, they'll be in Helm's Deep. There you, you know? go. See? Yeah. The story's starting to take place. We feel that this anime could be done even with uh, World War. You know, we, we could have a World War and we could still get this anime, which would be nice, I think. Uh, now... What about this, Richard? Um, Take-Two aims to bring sequels to existing IPs, referencing Max Payne and LA, L.A. Noir. Do you remember how much I enjoyed L.A. Noir? I really dug that back in the day.
2: Yeah, you did. Well, I mean, it's noir.
0: Um, so this this was at an earnings call where they expected to hear more about the plans for Grand Theft Auto 6. That didn't occur. But um, would you play a sequel to L.A. Noir? I would. I thought that was a fun one. Uh,
2: I would. I'd, mm, mm, probably not. Um, but I am interested in a proper um, Max Payne. Yeah? Because the last Max Payne was a bit of a letdown, sadly. Right. Uh, but the first two Max Payne's, oh, you want noir. Yeah. They 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 mod. Did you ever play the Max no, Payne never, games? Never oh, played my them. God, dude. That is so noir. Wasn't like, that
0: the movie with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, but that's
2: terrible, though. It's yeah. like nothing like the, the game. Right. So, like, the game, it's like 90s New York, right? Okay. And the, the main character, he's doing that, the voiceover. Mm-hmm. You know, of, of like what they did in the noir yeah. sort of stuff. You, get, you know, and he's got this grisly Love it. voice and stuff and all that. And then what it was one of the first few games that like had this like the bullet time yes. thing where you dive in, you know, you, you can dive in slow motion and fire and all that sort of stuff. It was stuff. So noir, man. Yeah. It was okay. so noir. And the th- the problem with the third game is the last game it was just not noir. It was a bit more like an action
1: yeah.
2: sort of game, sadly. Yeah. So no, I, if you give me another Max Payne noir, sort of game I'm very up for that
0: okay what about this are you up for this Paramount decides it's time to send the fourth Star Trek movie into orbit JJ himself announced this on a Paramount earnings call shooting to start in late 2022 they can get Chris Prine um, and you know uh, what's his name who plays um, he's in uh, like the Rohan movies in Lord of the Rings what's that guy's name Uh, Cole Urban Cole Urban and Simon Pegg's involved I don't
2: think anyone cares anymore
0: yeah, it does feel it's like too this is, you know. The we're, iron is cold. We're dusting this off. You know, it's five years. It's six years, I think, since the last one, Rich. Star Trek Beyond. You know?
2: Yeah, again, I don't think people care.
0: No. And, um, and JJ's not directing, by the way, which is probably a good thing.
2: But you know what? But this is, I kind of feel like they missed the... They miss the point. Mm. Like, people want new Star Trek. I don't think you ever had to do a reboot of Star Trek. No. You know what I mean? You what you what That's the beauty of Star Trek. You can create a new Star Trek in the same yeah, universe. universe. And, like, again, like, a clever thing which they could have done if they wanted to is what they're doing now with the new TV show um, where it's Pike, Captain, yeah. Uh, Captain Pike. Yeah, yeah. You is know that out I mean? yet? Uh, I don't think it's out yet, but I think it's, it's, coming, it's soon. coming soon. Is that live action? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um and so that's what you could have done is mm. you could have maybe done movies called called Star Trek
0: and Pike's the guy before Kirk isn't it
2: he? so he's the one that's in the pilot yeah I know so yeah in the pilot episode it's Captain Pike and it's got Spock and they, but they reshotted it for a show didn't and they? and so it, it didn't get it got picked up but they said they wanted to make changes yes and a lot of the changes was and by the way that first pilot oh. the that actually had a female um uh. Um, second, or what do you want to right. call it? Like the, um, you know, the what Spock is, mm-hmm. or what uh, Riker is, and yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever the number two, female, who actually went on to play the um, the doctor's assistant, okay, the Gene Roddenberry's wife. Oh,
0: okay, right, yeah, okay, yeah,
2: who cool. became his wife? She cool. was the number two in the original pilot, right? Like okay. the second in command. Really? Okay. So again, cool. uh, who's now being played by? Uh, Oh. oh
0: yeah, I know the the girl, Zo- Zo- Zoe's no no, no no no
2: no 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 um, Rebecca Ra- Rebecca Ramone Stamos was well, oh, her or oh, she's not married to Stamos anymore yeah. I think Mystique. No, she's married to the original mistake um, yeah she's married to I'm not sure who she's married to uh, the guy from Stand By Me and uh, Jerry Connell yes
0: yeah very attractive lady oh yeah very attractive lady
2: oh, yeah. she was in the Punisher movie too with uh, Thomas all, Jane I'm aware of that
0: Richard <laughs> yeah. <laughs yeah, yeah, so you she not breaking any news. So she's
2: playing number two in right. in the new show, and they've got a young Spock in what? In, it. in what? Oh, I'm tro-
0: oh this pine this show the, this pine is the new
2: Star Trek show that's coming out. That's I might give uh, this that's a, a That it's a prequel, so it's a prequel, so it's pre so Captain Kirk, Kirk and all that. Okay. So it's got a young Spock in it. Is it on the Enterprise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That so sounds it, a bit better than normal.
2: That's what I'm saying, like, that's what you could have done. Mm. Like, that's the thing. Or you could have made a, a Deep Space Nine movie or, or even just made a new characters. Yeah. Like, you didn't have well, to I think go you to have the well. I
0: think you have to do new characters by this point. Yeah, but
2: that's my point. Like, I don't think anyone was really asking for a reboot no. of, of of original Star Trek.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. When the original movie came out, I'm talking about the original JJ movie, I very much enjoyed it, which you probably remember. But, yeah, I, um. but I enjoyed it for what it was, okay, at the time. But I remember going around to a friend's house and they were much more into Star Trek than me and they were just like they've thrown away all these years, you know, of, of oh, established yeah. established continuity and universe building and, and everything.
2: And they didn't they didn't capture any of mm. the characters. Like right. the guy playing spot. I Nowhere close to yeah. uh, Lennon Nimoy's nah. stock. Even uh, Chris Pine, I I like the guy.
0: I thought he was good. Right? But he's nothing like But he's not
2: he's, he's not William Shatner. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And you know what? Cole Urban did his best bones, but it was a bit too gruff. Yeah. A bit too yeah. solemn. Yeah. You know, like, as I said, I just, there's no need to reboot something like that. Especially when Star Trek lends itself to, you know, I mean... They did Next Generation, they did Voyager, they did Deep Space Nine, they did Enterprise, mm. they've now got that terrible discovery. Star Trek lends itself to just creating new Star Trek stuff.
0: I know, man. Well, look, I don't think anyone was calling for this fourth movie.
2: No, no one was. Yeah, I know, no, no one is, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, Paramount's hoping, but I, I don't think so. Uh, the Bioshock games are going to make their way to the big screen as Netflix makes moves to turn the series into a movie. Uh. Um, not feeling it, Rich? Are you a Bioshock fan?
2: I'm a massive Bioshock fan, but the really? problem with... See, this is... Okay, this is the problem mm. with video game movies. Sure. Certain games only lend themselves uh, to feeling like... Uh, having that feeling on you because it's a game. Yeah. Right, because you're walking through the empty corridors. Mm-hmm. You're hearing the... And you're wondering what's going to jump out at you. Yep. The, the scares when you're sitting back and just watching a movie um it, it's not the same no do you know what i mean it's not that same feeling yeah and i just feel like you know look if you want to make a uh, not, i'm not saying don't make any video game movies but i think there's certain video games where the experience is playing it yeah it's why there's been no good resident evil movies it's been some successful ones though uh, well, they've gotten certainly less and less successful yeah. as they've gone yeah, on. Yeah. and they've made less money, but but that's why the Resident Evil movies with the Mila Jokovic ones—they just started going full action. Yeah, they were like, fuck it, like it's it's not, you know, the games. It's as I said, when you are controlling a character, and all of a sudden a long hallway comes up, you just go, oh fuck, what's in that long hallway? Mm. And you start moving slowly. It's just it's not the same feeling when you're watching. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, horror I movies are very different to horror games. Because one is a, you're an outside watching, and so the what, other one is you're
0: participating. The, okay, I've never played Bioshock. I, I almost wanted to play Bioshock Infinite. You
2: should. No, 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 no. You play the first Bioshock. Okay. First Bioshock is still the best Bioshock.
0: Okay, what was Bioshock Infinite like? Because that was the one I almost played.
2: Uh, I didn't enjoy it. Okay. Because what? that one happened in the clouds. Right. And again, it's, it was a bit more action based. Right. See, the first Bioshock is more horror based. Uh-huh. Right? So you're in a plane crash, you see a lighthouse. You swim towards the lighthouse. It takes you down. Like, like, there's like a secret entrance. Right. And now all of a sudden you're in an underwater city. Uh-huh. But everything's dilapidated. It's destroyed. Uh-huh. The light's not working. Everything's dark. You're hearing noises. You're hearing weird So it's like survival shits. horror kind of shit, no, is it? it? It does become a little bit more action-based. Right. But it's still very high horror because it's not continuous action. Right. And like the biggest heart-pumping moments is when you've got to take on a, what they call a big daddy. Right, And these fuckers do not go down easy, man. Like, if you don't have the firepower to take them down, they will just destroy you. Right, so it's challenging. Yeah, because you've got to get to the little sisters. Right. The big daddies protect the little sisters, and you kind of need to either harvest them or or, or, or save them, basically. Right. And you, you were a big fan of these games, weren't you? Yeah, look, I mean, the second one was good. It wasn't as good as the first one, but the third one I thought was pretty mad. Didn't, I didn't... It was definitely not like a horror game anymore. No.
0: It let you down, man.
2: No, for me. But I look, I know a lot of people enjoyed it. But for me, I was just like, I kind of missed that claustrophobia and the the the, the heart-thumping moments of not knowing what's going on. Did
0: you ever play Alien Isolation? Yeah, I did. That was a good game. Yeah. Very good game.
2: A little bit boring, but... My
0: sister's husband thinks it's one of the best games he's ever played. Just says it's, he just
2: It's a very good horror game for sure. Yeah, it's a very good horror game. Yeah. because you don't have any weapons or anything like that. The only thing is, I just felt like the alien was a bit of a cheat. Yeah, like it didn't. It knew where you were. Right. And I would have preferred maybe an AI or a system that was actually looking for you. Mm. And so you literally like it, it's it's almost a bit scripted. Yeah. You know, like so all games have what they call like a a game director, mm. and that's almost like an AI in the game that chooses when things happen. Right. But the thing is, if it's monitoring you, then it always knows where to put the alien. Right. You know what I mean? So you know, like, you know, the alien just knows where you are. And when you're going to do something, it kind of... I've got a question. Know, this is going to sound
0: so stupid, but I, this is something I've thought. So what was the game I played recently? Uh, Valhalla, yeah? But mm. also Skyrim. Okay, games where you could just roam and, roam and roam and roam and roam. You don't have to fast travel. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, Open world games is what you're
0: talking about. Yeah, 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 but but how, like, with all the stuff that's happening off screen, how it, it's me traveling that triggers it, yeah. Like that's what, like it, there must be very complicated programming to to work that out. Well, you know there's different
2: I mean? stuff. If you, if, I don't know if you're talking about just like loading things in.
0: Well, like in Skyrim, when you'd be, you know riding along on your horsey and then you'd see a big dragon fly across the screen or something you
2: know so a lot of that is just random scripted moments right okay so someone else could ride in the exact same spot but in a different time or whatever and there's nothing that happens yes so there is what they call random scripted events and all that sort of stuff which are just randomized mm. but then you've got games like left 4 dead yes where the game director is actively monitoring your gameplay mm. and if you're having too easy of a time it increases the difficulty. Oh, okay, and the, the spawns and all this sort of. Or if it notices that you're hanging around an area for too long, it will just start spawning enemies. So that game director is actually watching you, right? Monitoring your gameplay. If you're maybe finding it too difficult, mm. he'll actually ease up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. When I say he, well, the game director will ease up a little bit. You know, maybe not spawn as many. Yeah the um, big heavy monsters and all that sort of stuff. so yeah I mean games depend depending on what sort of game it is whether it's like you're loading your scripted moments, your game director that's monitoring it. it's a lot of stuff that goes into a game
0: but but like here's my point like Assassin's Creed it's so detailed I, I don't I sometimes struggle to understand if, if stuff's happening and I'm in a city is stuff happening all through the whole game at the same time? Just in what I can see,
2: sometimes, right? Um, uh, oblivion is a perfect example. Um, all the NPCs in oblivion uh. are do their own thing whether you're around or not, right? They'll go walk, take a rest, go sleep, yeah, go farm, whatever. They actually have a set, right, a uh, task sort of stuff that they do, and they're doing that whether you but, are, but are, they, are they really doing that, though. Yeah, well, when you're okay, when it's not on the screen. Yeah. It's just a background program that's running. That's what I, that's what So I it's mean. keeping track of what all those NPCs okay. are doing. But wow. when you rock up then you're still then the, they'll load them in but they'll still be in the middle of doing whatever they were scripted or or it, it programmed must be a massive amount of programming. Oh god, know? yeah. Like, I mean in, that's why they get so many bugs and glitches in, in G- games G- and all that
0: GTA, <laughs> you know, Assassin's Creed, like they're such big scope. It's not just the visuals.
2: You know, there's just such a lot yeah. going on. I mean, GTA is a little bit different because I don't think the NPCs do much. I yeah. think they mainly just walk. They walk around and cause trouble. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like in Oblivion, NPCs hey, would stop doing? and talk to each hey, other. Hey, what you looking at? That kind you of know. stuff. Yeah, they do yeah in that's GTA, just like, yeah. that's
0: hey, just, watch out if you if you if you. If yeah, you bump that's just them.
2: randomised scripted stuff and all that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Right. Wow.
2: But again, it depends on the game. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Oblivion didn't quite have as many NPCs as what gta does in the, in the big cities so. sure yeah a lot going on man uh,
0: stranger Things season four will be releasing in two parts after an year three-year hiatus and i think all the energy is yeah, going i don't think anyone cares shit. anymore Fucking, like like it's like really like my reaction my was are they still going with this
2: as i said you have to strike when the iron is hot and mm. if you miss your opportunity you can try but don't be surprised when people have just moved on it's a set um I've said this before. One of my favorite, favorite TV shows again is a show that only lasted two seasons, right? What's that? It was called Pushing Daisies. Right. Right? Phenomenally wonderful, wacky, Mm -hmm. uh, eccentric show, but super popular. Okay. But when it went on hiatus because of the writer's strike, when they came back, so much time had passed, people had just kind of forgotten about it yeah, or moved had moved on and stuff and so then it got cancelled after yep. the second season so yeah it's very important to yeah. to keep going to strike when the iron's hot if you're going to go on a three year hiatus other things are going to take its place other sure. things are going to become popular yeah. and, and become in the consciousness and all that sort of stuff well, and, and, and you might not get it back
0: it's only had three seasons it's doing a fourth season in May and volume two in July then season five will be the final season so they're going to go they're doing two more seasons you know, yeah, no. uh, now the rat has a name and will be playable in TM, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. They've added Splinter to its ass kicking roster.
2: Nice, you yeah, yeah. never really get to play a Splinter, so that's nice.
0: Well, it's about time, man. You know, that that old guy's got some moves. Well, do you think it.
2: they'll add uh, Casey Jones in too?
0: They damn should, they damn well should if they're going to have Splinter. Yeah, bring bring in Bebop and Rocksteady too.
2: Well, no, you won't play as him, you'll fight I'd
0: like to play as Bebop and Rocksteady. I've got those two bad boys up there on the shelf, man, come on.
2: Keep dreaming. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they can let you play as the bad
0: guy. What about Crang the Alien Brain? Is he a technically bad guy?
2: Man, you know what, you're saying that, I always thought that they should have done a a, a beat-em-up fighting game with Ninja Turtles. They did. No, no, like Street Fighter
0: oh right
2: yeah I see where you, you can play as villains or heroes and, yeah. you, and you pick a character and That'd obviously cool. everyone's got a different move set because again then you could have had like Shredder Bebop yeah. Rocksteady uh, Krang you know what I mean there's so many different characters the Rhino
0: characters the Triceratops we, you know, guys so
2: I'm just saying like I always thought it was a missed opportunity that they never made it like a fighting it's a fighting idea. game with it
0: Good idea, Richard. I like your idea. I was thinking of the original. I'm, I'm flashing back to like 1990, playing on the four four guys.
2: Everyone did that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Everyone playing, played that. That was a great fucking game. Um, Hasbro repainted a Chewbacca figure and called it Black Christanton. Uh. <laughs> did you hear this?
2: I don't think they did. I think that's just what everyone's just saying. It looks like.
0: Oh really? Are you? I think so. Right. It looked like black. It looked like a black Chewbacca to me. Right, because Shannon's bigger. You look at look at Black. Shannon, well, again, he's bigger in don't the show,
2: forget man. they've got different Wookies as well because there's been different. Maybe it could be a different version of Chewbacca because again, mm. there's been different versions. Mm. Plus, I think there was also toys from back in the prequels from all the other Wookies and stuff. So, I mean, it's possible. But I, I, thought that was maybe that's what some people were saying that it just looks like Chewbacca with bra- with right, okay. with Black. It very well could be. I haven't had much time to like really study the toy, but mm. a lot of people just said it looks like shit. Yeah, I know that. I know a lot of people have said good. it looks like shit.
0: It didn't look good. Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, with the villain of the Star Wars Ashoka series, coming to Disney Plus. Oh, that's a given. I think everyone yeah. knew that. Okay, are you excited, Rich? You're a big fan of him, aren't you? Aren't you a f- huge fan of him from the?
2: Here's the problem, whatever Dave. It was? Here's the problem. I'm a oh, fan a of problem. the Legends characters. Yes. I'm not necessarily a fan of the Disney version. But
0: he's the general that took over after uh, the, de- the second Death Star got bombed. The Moth. Yes, so, you, so I, w- I think it's a cool sounding story.
2: Again, he's a bloody cool character in Legends, but is
0: a all through Legends with him or not? No, God, no, 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 no she's nowhere no, to be seen, is she? No, no. She was created like way after.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. who
0: was he fighting in the original books?
2: Uh, Luke and Han and Leia and all that. Like, oh, so the, and good, the rebel and well, the New the Republic people, and all that. The good yeah. people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Oh, he basically right. came in and was like fucking shit up, man. He was just like. Uh-uh, oh. you think you've beaten the empire?
0: So it's actually a good story, as opposed to just good. bullshit. Like, oh no, it's very yeah. Good. Whereas this is just like we're throwing our little side characters at him, and oh yeah, yeah, and fucking. he
2: was super dangerous. Like yeah. he was because again, he's a tactical. Was there genius. space
0: battles and stuff?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, there was lots of stuff, man. It was like three books.
0: Did he go close to regaining, or was he easily defeated in the end?
2: Oh, I mean, he had the he had the rebel slash new republic on the back foot for a a for long a, a long a chunk. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Was he a Jedi or anything? Or no, no,
2: no. He was just a uh, what they call a chiss. Right. That's his species, his race. Okay.
0: And they didn't like the Empire. Didn't like aliens, but he was so good, wasn't he? He was so
2: good, but he was basically stationed like, way out, like outer rim yeah. sort of uh, border stuff and all that sort of stuff. That's a that.
0: good idea though, because to, to, it's like Rome didn't fall in a day.
2: Oh no, correct. I? No. Oh yeah. no, 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 no. I, as I said, like here's the thing: uh, the Empire mm. is still around in legends forever. Even up to the very last books, yeah, before it got sold to Disney, mm. the Empire was still a thing. Yeah, they they were still like their own faction and stuff yeah. and all that. So cool, you know. That's why in the um the uh, legacy one mm. that we are reading, yes, the you know this is like hundreds of years into the future mm. where there's three factions that basically control the galaxy now. The Republic. And the uh, with the Jedi, mm. the Sith, mm. and the uh, the Empire. The that's Imperials. such a
0: good series. I love oh, that yeah. series.
2: Basically. And the Imperials have their own Force users as well. Yeah. The Imperial Knights, dude. I'd love to do more of that series. Yeah. I really we, enjoy We'll do. Series, but yeah. I mean, just saying, how much cool would that be if that's where they're like, dude, let's do this. It oh, was so new much movies. cooler than the first. We'll order. have Sith. We'll have Jedi. Yeah. We'll have Imperial Knights. Like, yeah. oh yeah. my god, it's going to because I think that's what people tend to forget. Like, the one thing that sets Star Wars apart from all other sci-fi, is the Jedi, is the Force. It's the thing that distinguishes it from, Mm. you know. And so that's why I was so disappointed with them when I was like, you had an opportunity to fill your universe with bad Force users, Jedi, all sorts of stuff because it's 30 years later from the the OT. Yeah, but you didn't. You You could could have enriched that world, but instead you you made it stagnant. Yeah, totally agree. You kept it almost in stasis. Totally agree. Totally and, agree.
0: Uh, you, you regressed it. You regressed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree, Rich. I mean, you're, you're hitting the... And by the way, you're wearing a nice Flash T-shirt, I just noticed. Uh, yeah,
2: I had to put on something.
0: Yeah, yeah but I've, I've got Batman on. <laughs>
2: oh, there you go. And, I've, and sure. I've got
0: the, Teenage Mutant Turtles like shorts The two on. detectives. Yeah, that's it, man. Oh, Flash a detective?
2: Well, yeah. Really? Well, he's a CSI dude. That's a <sighs> investigator.
0: Fast runner. That's about it.
2: No, he's a forensic. That's the
0: original guy. No, a forensic. Wally West is not that. That's oh, okay. Barry we're Allen. Not, okay,
2: well, I'm, we're talking about Barry Allen. He's a right. thing now. Okay. Wally's not a thing anymore, so...
0: Okay, I thought you were for referencing Wally, and Wally's no, no, just no, a no, no, fly-by-nighter. What's even his job? Nothing.
2: Oh, nothing. He's not even smart.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wally was
2: more your everyman who could yeah. just run fast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ridley Scott's Blade Runner sequel series lands at Prime Video. Ugh. Jesus. <sighs> well, I battled through that fucking movie, Twenty Forty Nine. That was a slog.
2: That was a pretty bad movie, honestly. It's a
0: slow and very boring. But
2: again, film. it's a, it's a movie that does that actually harms the original more than it uh, builds upon. It,
0: it had some good moments, but it was too long. Man, it was way too long.
2: No, but uh, so it was too long. It was meaningless,
0: mm, it right? Was. Yes, I. Agree it with really
2: that. was meaningless, and also, yes, it basically answered questions that were a mystery.
0: Yeah yeah I, I i really struggled with that movie i really that was a, that was one of those movies that i i i sort of was like as it was going i was like oh my god this is a chore oh
2: you it was I, mean? I almost fell asleep i went with a friend and i literally i was struggling to stay awake in that movie i was really struggling
0: you know another movie that like, and and i will agree that there were good moments in Blade man of steel For me, was that I thought that was an absolute chore of a watch. I I fell asleep twice in that movie in two separate viewings.
2: Well, as I said, like that's the problem, unfortunately, with um, with Superman Mm. is um, he doesn't have a a thrilling origin. Oh, yes, he does. No, no, no. What I mean is, no, 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 no. Okay, that's why they added the whole Krypton crap. You know, in in the start, that's his origin. No, no, but what I'm saying is that his origin is technically landing on Earth and then being raised by the Kents, by two Kents. But my point is, it's not it's it's not like Batman, where he's a kid and his parents get shot, and then he goes off to do training uh. with special ninjas and all that. My point is, for the first like 20 years of his life, uh. nothing is happening really in that uh, origin. But is my you could
0: make a very good Superman movie if you wanted to. But they did
2: with the uh, um uh with um. Christopher Reeve, the, the Christopher Reeves. but even that's a bit slow at the start as well. Well, dude, you could do Superboy, but that's what I said I in love. Man of Steel, that's why they added the big action scenes on Krypton with you yeah, know Jarrell fighting and being stabbed because they were like, we've got to spice it up. But we've I like that stuff. I like that stuff. But I'm saying that's why they had to do it. Yeah, I think they should have just done a quick like recap mm. and then just pff, get into the Superman. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I, that was the other option, and I think that would have also been a good idea. Because you, you, everyone knows Superman's origin. But, dude, could you do a, a really good Superman movie? The answer is yes. Yes. You, you certainly could. Well, here's the
2: thing. They proved it with the, um, the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah. There's no origin. There's no origin story. And no. the thing is, even if you make a good Superman origin, you're still spending 30 to 40 minutes yeah, setting that up in a movie. I and, would do. And everyone knows it. That's the thing. You like, don't have to do it. I had
0: no problems. I thought the strongest part of, of Man of Steel... Was the opening and the end battle. I thought they were really strong. Yeah, yeah. Once he things. once
2: he's in the super suit and he starts fighting, it becomes mm. entertaining.
0: But like God, it was a long, long process to get there. Mm. And Blade Runner twenty forty nine was like watching paint dry.
2: Yeah. Like
0: it that's really what it, was if I was so gonna reboot
2: dumb. if I was gonna reboot Superman, right? Mm. I would literally start the movie with him getting off the bus in At, Metropolis. Yeah, bang. And getting the job is like Clark Kent, and then and within half an hour he's already so you know like almost like what what Christopher Reeves did. Yeah. Once he became Superman, you show him, you know, doing all these fantastic things, getting noticed. You literally start the movie from there. Yeah, I agree. He gets agree. off the bus. You know what I mean. In the middle, as he as he's going for the job interview, pew, but couldn't off. you
0: also start up with him as Superman just doing Superman shit? Like no, but I'm saying if, if I was
2: doing like a reboot, like right. I would kind of start it there. So you still get a little bit of a, oh, he's just becoming Superman. Mm. Like this is the start of him being Superman. But yes, if you wanted to, you could literally have it that he's been around for like two or three years already yeah. if you yeah. wanted to. Because as I said, everyone knows who
0: Superman
2: is. Everyone knows who Superman Everyone knows his origin. I just feel it's about time. It's same yet. as Batman. You don't have to keep telling Batman's fucking origin because everyone knows, oh, I get it. His parents got shot. Oh my God, fucking hell. Like we have to see it for the 17th time now. Dave likes to say it.
0: But, oh. yeah. but but you know, like
2: um like they even included in the fucking Superman uh V Batman. Like <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> and Joker. We still have to and Joker we still have to cram the origin of Batman into that, do we?
0: <laughs> and in Joker, remember? In Joker they also do it as well. In the at the end.
2: Uh okay, yeah, probably maybe I not yeah. haven't seen that movie, honestly. Okay,
0: yeah, they do. Um You're talking
2: about the Joaquin Phoenix one, yeah?
0: Yes. Yeah, no, I don't care. It's a good movie, man. It's actually a good movie, dude. Like, what, what, what is it about that that you won't watch? Because it's actually a good film. Give me your reason. Give me your one-sentence answer for why you won't give that a chance.
2: Um, I kind of, again, I like mysterious characters to keep their mystery.
0: But it's just a story don't about want, this crazy guy.
2: Yeah, but it's kind of an origin story for the Joker, and I'm not really interested in an origin story for the Joker. I like the mystery. I'm Jack, sorry.
0: Ni- Batman 89. You saw Jack Nicholson turn into the Joker.
2: Yeah, no, I didn't say that. that I love that. That's a great so fucking I understand scene. why they did that in that movie because that's the origin of that villain. Yeah. But I'm just saying in general, I don't really care about like... Origins. An origin story of a mysterious character. Right. And you know what? I mean, Joker's always been a mysterious character. I know yeah. they've done it for the movies. mm you know, and that's one thing I did enjoy about Heath Ledger's Joker yeah. is that he kept changing his origin stories. Yeah, so that you never quite knew what the fuck his no, actual cool. origin story was, was. But I want my—if a character is supposed to be mysterious, if I'm not supposed to know the origin, then I'm not really interested in watching really? the origin.
0: But like, I don't know. I'm of the opinion that they could still do a very good one. Like, you know, regardless of that. Kind eh,
2: of maybe. I mean, I've ruined Wolverine, so I mean,
0: I like Wolverine origins, Richard. As I, you'd well know. I don't. Movie. You know I love that fucking movie. You do movie. not.
2: Don't lie.
0: X Men, I saw it seven times in cinemas.
2: No, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Wolverine's actual origin in the comics.
0: Oh, no, no. Bad Wolverine oh, origin. Oh, fuck, no. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the movie, X Men and Wolverine. Oh, the movie's origin. still bad. I know you, you love it. I love that movie. I know you love it. I hate Wolverine's origin it's in the comics. It's a pretty comic. bad movie, though. I hate Wolverine's origin in the comics. Mm. That, that Specifically, uh, Wolverine origin. Wolverine Origins, the ongoing, I mm. actually quite enjoyed, uh, even though it went around in circles.
2: And I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I was never a fan of that. What's his name, Lee Schreider? Lee Schreiber. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his saber tooth. I'm sorry. No. That's a pretty poor saber tooth.
0: Now, to being honest, not fantastic. <laughs> um, you and me back to back. You know, like
2: you know, he just doesn't look even imposing. Or, uh, or, or he, I quite like the
0: actor, but it was an interesting role for him. I think it was... Uh, I mean, they
2: could have at least put a wig on him with long hair or something. Like, no. he just didn't look the part. With that shaved head, it Just I'm sorry, it just like, no. What
0: do you think about this, Rich? Is it a new Highlander reboot? Scheduled to begin filming in 2022. Will star Henry Cavill as Connor McLeod under director Shad Cholesky. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's a big role. Highlander? I don't care I love the original no no but that's what I'm Fuck. saying I, don't,
2: I, I will I've watched the original at least 52 times like it's a great movie it's a fantastic movie and I I love Christopher Lambert like yeah I, he's I love him I've seen so many Christopher Lambert movies honestly I've right. seen I've seen so many I actually like him as an actor um, he's pretty good uh, in fact I just watched uh one of his uh, uh movies the other day called uh the resurrection okay um, it's basically about a serial killer that's killing people, sitting in their body parts to build Christ, Jesus, to resurrect Jesus, him. What the fuck, Ben? Like... It's a good movie. Um, <laughs> Jesus. But, but anyway, anyway I, I, the the Highlander mm-hmm. movie is perfect. So, I mean, f- go ahead and make your remake, do whatever, but I don't really care at the end of the
0: Henry thing. Cavill doesn't interest you at all?
2: I, again, you know what? Again, this is my issue. I think he's getting overplayed. Like, mm. you know, Superman, Witcher, like, you know what I mean? He's just...
0: Yeah. It's just impossible.
2: I mean, she probably fine because he played the villain in that. That's fine. Mm. Like, I don't have an issue with that, you know. But I just feel like I, I don't need to see him in everything.
0: Yeah, you, you, there's too much Henry Cavill Rock right, for you right now. Yeah. Across the franchises.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm worried that he's become like The Rock and or, you know, Ryan Reynolds. Where I'm just yeah. like, I'm just tired of seeing you now. I just need a yeah. break from you. You need a break. You, you, know, you don't seconds. have to be in everything that I watch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> like know, me. I mean, that's
2: literally why I don't like Troy Baker, the voice actor. Because he's literally everything I watch or play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he was at one point. I was just like, I'm so tired of hearing your voice, mate. Give me a break.
0: Let, let, let me ask you this is a serious question. What do you think of Highlander 2 and what did you think of the TV series? Highlander? Oh,
2: Highlander 2 is absolutely terrible and I love it. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those, it's so bad as good movies. What about the TV series? Because I watched the TV series. The TV series, series but... wasn't bad, actually. Uh, yeah. um, the movies that they made out of that were pretty bad. They were bad. Like They are basically like retconned... Uh, uh, Connor McLeod's, uh, was the guy from the Duncan McLeod, isn't it? Yes, yeah. He's from the the TV show. Yeah. Um, I that's the thing. I, I I like the TV show because it's a different. Um, uh, I get why they called it Highlander because you're going off the name, hmm. but I mean the Highlander does lend itself because. Well, he it's was a different guy because it? it's immortals. Like yeah, he was yeah, an but immortal. it's from a different perspective. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't a TV show about Connor McLeod, although you could have done a TV show about Conor McLeod. Yeah. He's been around. No, it was for a
0: different guy. He was good. I mean, I I liked the. No, uh, TV I, show. I enjoyed yeah. it.
2: But the yeah. movies that they made from that movie, were, from that TV show, were terrible. Like
0: Highlander: Endgame and stuff. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. were terrible. Yeah, they were. They were really stretching that. Like they
2: they, they don't even fall into the "it's so bad it's good" category. No. They just it's bad. Yeah. No. It was. The, the, oh no, Highlander Two is stupidly ludicrous and very bad, but it's one of those. It's so bad as good movies that you yeah. enjoy it, but yeah. I would never defend that movie as a good movie. But I still love it.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Man. Um, now rumors are circulating that Lucasfilm is testing the waters for a full CGI uh, Luke Skywalker series. Have you heard this, Richard? I doubt it. You don't think so? After we saw him st- sitting well, there, here's the thing, some of those It's expensive.
2: The yeah, but it's expensive to do that. Yeah. Um, I think if the, if you're going to do a Luke Skywalker show. You got to get a new actor because I just think it's going to be too expensive. Yep. If he's in every scene, mm. and you got to do that, I think, as I said, I think they're just going to use cameos with Luke. I think Luke is just going to pop up. <laughs> he's just going to pop up in different TV shows.
0: Yeah, like potentially in um, uh, uh what's it, what's the name? A Tano or something? Is that, is that how you say your name?
2: Um.
0: Hang on. uh, Poor Richard's dying slowly, but that's okay, Rich. You drink your water, man. You know, the signal's still blasting. He
2: might show up in like a season two of Ahsoka, Mm. but I don't think he'll show up in season one. No? No. Fair enough. Like, the only reason that he showed up in season one of Book of Boba Fett was to basically set up uh, Mandalorian season three Mm. so that they could start Mandalorian season three with him and Grogu together.
0: He couldn't have been, I know you can disagree, more boring in, in Book of Boba Fett. Sitting there, Literally sitting there doing absolutely nothing, just floating rocks around. I mean, it was just like no. Come on.
2: I didn't find him boring.
0: I mean, I found it so boring.
2: I found him a little bit out of no, character, but I mean, not boring.
0: Well, he wasn't doing anything interesting. Skipped around a bit, Rich. Jumped around a bit. Like that was as good as it got.
2: But again, that's as good as you're going to get with that technology.
0: Why we saw in we saw in something or other where he came in and fucking hacked and slashed.
2: Yeah, but that was and he was boring. hooded for. Like, the whole scene. My point is, you, you, you're you not going to have him wearing a hood doing cool things in that when he's supposed to be teaching I don't
0: know, Grogu. dude. I, I just thought, like... I, I was almost like, what's the point? That was just fan service to me.
2: Look, it was fan service. It was just basically giving people uh, a thing of uh, Luke talking to Grogu about Yoda mm. at the end of the day and, like, passing on the teachings. But again, see, this is why I say the problem with the Disney Luke mm. is he's a failure. He will yeah. always be a failure. Yeah, and the reason that the legends Luke is so fantastic is because he actually learned from the mistakes of the Jedi. Yeah, where he he didn't like forego attachment. Mm. He said, "No, Jedi have to learn how to deal with attachment. They've got to they've got to learn how to adapt and and live with it and be part of their teachings and all that." And that's why he was a success, yeah. you know, for thirty years, but. Disney Luke is a failure, and he repeats the same fucking mistake. And that's why I say that's why Disney again they don't get Star Wars, mm. they don't get Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker chose attachment, yep. over non-attachment. When Yoda says to him, "You must, you must detach yourself, mm. you must forego," he says, "No, I would rather die."
0: Yeah, and he chose Mara Jade and whoever else, man. You yep. know,
2: you know, he chose his friends. He chose his father. Mm. You know, in the second movie, he chose his friends even though his training wasn't complete. He could die. And in the third movie, he chose to, you know, when Yoda said you've got to kill Vader, he chose to save Vader. Yeah. You know what I mean? He chose to redeem. So that's why I'm saying, like, Disney Luke is not Luke. As as Mark Hamill said, that's Jake Skywalker. Yeah. It's that not Luke true. Skywalker.
0: That was, the, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Luke so-
2: Skywalker never have turned to Grogu and said, you can't, you, you can't want to be with the Mandalorian. Yeah. You must give up attachment. The real Luke would never have said that.
0: So, it's, for you, it's a complete betrayal.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, I'm like a junkie. I still love seeing Luke because it's Luke. So, you know, I get all excited and then I remember afterwards, oh, wait, that's the imposter Luke. Damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, look, I'll be honest, and maybe this is something mentally, you know, or, or spiritually wrong with me. I was just never that big a Luke Skywalker fan. Uh, you know, I was always much more Han Solo, Boba Fett, those guys, you know, Chewbacca, um, IG88. You know, these are these are the names that rang bells with me. Luke Skywalker to me was always a bit of a, I don't know, just boring. Uh, he was good in Return of the Jedi. That's where I liked him. In Return of the Jedi, when he turned up in the black uniform at Jabba's Palace, I was like, okay, Luke Skywalker's gone up a notch in my books now. You know, do you hear what I'm saying, Rich?
2: I do. I do understand what you're saying. And I, I do get that. I mean, that's why a lot of people... Well, it, like, that's the thing. Like, some people were drawn to Han Solo. Mm. And some people are drawn to Luke, yeah. You know, um, I'm I'm more drawn to Luke because um, he's the character that is burdened the most. Mm. He's the one who's got to overcome, you know what I mean? Um, so much, like mm. so much rests on his shoulders, and you know, in in Empire, you he kind of became like more my favorite in Empire because, um. You know, he basically did the hero thing where he said, no, I'm going to go save my friends. Yeah. And got his ass handed to him.
0: Big, big time.
2: But he still did that because of the bond that he has with his friends, that he was willing to try and save them, even though he was told, you're going to fucking die. Like... You, if you go, you will die. You're not ready. And he's like, well, I'm doing it anyway. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that the, was that's a brave a choice
0: by George Lucas and whoever else came up with that idea. That was a brave choice. I yeah.
2: Thought, you know. And then of course, yeah, when you get to return of the Jedi and he goes, you know, when he throws his lightsaber away and literally says, I win. Mm. I'll never turn to the dark side. You can kill me now. Mm. Like, I, will yeah, fuse, okay. I, refuse, I refuse to kill my father. Yeah. You know, that was the redemption. And again, that's why I say the sequels r- ruin the redemption of Anakin Skywalker. Right. Because the Emperor's still alive. Somehow Palpatine survived. Yeah. Now, in the, co- in, in the, in the, in the novels, there's a clone of Palpatine, right? But that's not, this, that's not the same as the real Palpatine. This is the real Palpatine, who somehow gets thrown down. Well, don't they literally fucking... say somehow Palpatine survived? Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. They can't even fucking bother to come up with a how. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the funny. thing exploded in fucking space. Yeah, we all saw it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, in firstly, space. firstly, he exploded
0: in a massive ball of. Yeah, energy. He
2: exploded in there. Then the Death exploded. <laughs> yeah. Right. Then he would have have to burn up on. Even if he survived those two things, yeah, he would still burn up on entry. Yeah, because it is shown that fire Jedi can't stop fire. Right, that's why Mandalorians. One of their tools for fighting Jedi is a flamethrower. Right, because a Jedi can block things, but not fire. Fire oh, is to, really? you know, you can't stop it. Oh, you you know can that. sometimes maybe push it, but it's very hard. Okay, didn't know that, Rich. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. Well, again, that's in Legends. I mean, I don't fucking know, about Disney's not also.
0: Well, anyway, so you. What about Sebastian Stan? Is he is he your White Knight, Rich, riding in to save the franchise?
2: Um. I mean he's okay. I don't have any issues with that. As I mean, Luke. Me I'd pr- I would prefer to go for maybe a no name. Yeah. Or a lesser name. Yeah. Than a big name. You know. Sure. To be Luke. That's no. what I would do. Okay. I would just go find someone who looks very similar mm. and who can act.
0: Sure. Well I mean Sebastian stands alright.
2: But again he's 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 getting a name for himself now. You know what I mean? He's he's winter soldier, he's um He's now in that Pam and Tommy movie. Like he's he's becoming right. like a bit of a bigger name that I don't even. He's may, if he's becoming a movie star, it's going to be very hard to get him to be like, oh, we want you to come do the TV shows all the time sure. and all that. So I don't yeah. know. Like I mean, I, I like him, but um, I, I, there could be there's so many other. Um, as I said, I would maybe just go with a lesser name. Sure.
0: Okay. Uh, first interview with uh, interview with the vampire TV series footage teases vampires. Maybe interviews with them.
2: Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> uh, wasn't expecting that from the title. <laughs>
0: Um, I know you are not excited for this show. are you? Not man? at all. Yeah, well, you hate the movies. You hate. You haven't read the books and hate the movies. Correct.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've seen the movie with Tom Cruise, Brad yes. Pitt, and all that. Yeah, I loved it. So
0: back in the day, no, no, no. Where were you on Bram Stoker's Dracula? Francis Ford Coppola, <sighs> Keanu Reeves, Keanu Ryder, Gary Oldman.
2: I, I preferred the um the the parody better.
0: What was the parody?
2: It's the one with uh, uh, Leslie Nielsen. All oh, right, okay. Um, I don't think I've
0: ever seen it. Is it. called Once Bidden or something. Or? I can't. Yeah, I
2: can't remember. What, I can't, Fuck. I'm going to have to remember the name now. But um, it's that's a parody of the Bram Stokers, right? Okay, Dracula, and it's hilarious. Okay. I think it was done by Mel Brooks.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I've, no, I've not. I've not seen it to be honest. Um, it's Weekly Comics, Rich, oh. in the Swamp. Um, now, X Lives of Wolverine Three. Oh, my Lord. Um, This is such a trial.
2: I'm going to change this to X Who Gives a Fuck.
0: Oh, my God. Like, this was the best one so far out of any of the lives or deaths, but it's a low bar to clear.
2: Not really. I kind of feel like I've read the same comic three times now.
0: This had the twist at the end.
2: Yeah, but I mean, except for that. When Omega read. There's been three issues, and I kind of feel like we're still exactly where we are from issue three. uh, From issue one. Between one and three... I don't feel like we've moved anywhere. I don't think we've progressed anywhere.
0: For me, there's just way too much Omega Red. Like, way too well, much. I mean,
2: he's the villain of the things. I mean, you can't really say there's too much of but, him. But I
0: said to you... That he's what, the main bad guy. What they should have done was have different Marvel villains, you know, X-Men villains against Wolverine rather than just Omega Red, like, not Yeah, but that's not
2: the story they're telling. The story they're telling is Omega Red is going through time to kill different... Uh, he's trying to get rid of Charles Xavier. I know. But so you can't have different villains. It's, a, it's an Omega Red story.
0: Well, I would have had different villains, you know. And is it Black Tom who's helping him?
2: I would have, No, it's some Russian dude.
0: Oh, I thought that was Black Tom Cassidy.
2: No, 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 no.
0: no. Oh, right, okay. So it's not... Because I was like, why is Black Tom Cassidy doing this? Like, so it's a Russian guy. I did like the scene where Omega Red says that um, if you you can't expect blind patriotism from him because the Russians are the ones who put the stuff in him in the first place, you know. Omega did say that to the Russian guy. Because he was saying the, the X-Men could have taken out the carboninium or whatever that he, you know, his need for it. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, But yeah,
0: then yeah. he said, but it's the Russians who put it in me first, so don't expect blind patriotism hmm. from me. I, I like that line.
2: I'd I, get ju- I said, just, I don't know, again, as I said, I don't understand his motivation. That's the only problem. I don't really... He hates the X-Men and he wants to kill Charles Xavier. He wants yeah, revenge. Yeah, but that's my, then my point is, then also... Try and kill all of them. Go back in time and try and kill Magneto. and. But
0: Charles Xavier is the one who came up with the dream. Without Charles, there is no dream.
2: Yeah, but... That's his dream. But man. Charles's dream has also been um corrupted by all the other fucking...
0: Yeah, but, but he was the one uh, who planted like, the tree. Like
2: Apocalypse and Magneto. But and, he
0: planted the tree in the ground, man. That was Charles, I'm dude. Just,
2: yes, but I'm just saying, oh like, I, I would just try and... I would take revenge. Like, here's the thing. And this is why I say it doesn't any make any sense to me, right? He's going to f- all these different time periods to kill Charles Xavier, right? or his father. B- in one, of well, them. that's what I mean. Like in one thing, he's going for the father, and another one, he's going for a, a a great 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 grandfather and whatever. Yeah. And so, I was kind of thinking to myself, well, I, it would just make more sense to me if Wolverine was having to go to different periods to try and save the Council of the the new like mutants. Mm. And Charles is one of them. He's the main one, but he also has to stop the others. But
0: dude, that's like saying, like, you know, if you if you, if you were imagine you had time travel, and you said, "I want to stop Christianity. I'm gonna kill Jesus in the crib," kind of thing. You know, like you go back to the inception point. Charles is the Jesus figure of the X Men.
2: Yeah, but but I'll, I'll 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 do you one better. So mm. when Skynet failed to kill, um, <laughs> I love it, yeah, Sarah love it. Connor. Yes. Right, in and John mo- Connor. In which
0: movie?
2: No, in the first two movies. Yes. What was their third plan?
0: Uh, well, I remember that um, in Judgment Day they also killed some of the lieutenants.
2: So they decided, okay, well, let's rid him of the people I that would those, help yeah. him. Yeah. So that's my point. That was a secondary might, program, though. Yeah, yeah, but that's my point. You might not be successful killing Charles, but if you can get also rid of the other people, it's maybe will help Charles... It will hinder Charles from... Yeah, yeah. ...achieving his dream or, or again, getting into the no, path true. where he's on. So I'm just yeah. saying, just would have make more sense... If, if you went after more of a big if, if you can have all these different time periods in his past bodies... Yes. ...that he's trying to save a bunch of different people, not all of it, yeah, like yeah. Charles would've, Xavier. Would have been a more interesting story. Um... Yeah, good point. It's not a good story at the end of the day, so it doesn't really matter. I mean... It's not a recommend I for me think
0: anyway. X-Lives is better than X-Deaths, which I think is appalling.
2: I think they're both bad, so...
0: I'm giving this one six. What are you giving it, Rich? Five. Yeah, it's... I like the twist at the end. I also don't like the art. Can I say that? I'm not a fan of the artwork. Are you a fan of the artwork?
2: It's adequate...
0: Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like. There's nothing of...
2: special. There's nothing. Oh my god! Like what? What phenomenal art? But it's competent. I can say that. Yeah. Okay. But also the the twist is also stupid, because then why haven't all the Wolverines been taken over? Don't know. That's I, not... I don't
0: really understand like well, the, yeah, so. the whole thing. Like, frankly, is is is? is let, let me answer this question. Is um, Mega Red lying somewhere like wolverine is and it's kind of like virtual reality that's projecting into people's brains. yeah
2: well the the russian dude shoved that cerebro sword through his chest so i'm assuming that right. sent his consciousness or his spirit or whatever you want to call it because he's possessing people
0: i don't like it when they turn to magic items i would have preferred them a science fiction explanation you know
2: well the cerebro sword is science Technology. I, don't I didn't be, know that. I think the guy's doing a combination of his magic, the Cerebro Sword, which is science, okay, and then whatever. So I don't know. Who knows? Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Well, it we, we wasn't great, I eh? you know, and frankly, we're, we're going to keep battling on. Are we? Yeah, we. That's are. That's
2: fantastic. We, we
0: are. <laughs> we are, Richard. Yes, because you know, um, we then had the Lion and the Eagle. Um, can I say this? Look, I did find it interesting. I find the time period interesting. I like the War comic, Garth Ennis. I didn't really enjoy too much talking, and the, it cut between different.
2: Yeah, timbers. it wasn't very clear somewhere when they were cutting between yeah. uh, the flashbacks. They could have maybe done that in a different color or yeah. black and white or.
0: The idea of it, or or and concept of it was cool. Mm. Like the idea that they're fighting the Japanese in uh, India, mm. um, you know, not a field, a theater of war that I uh, have seen explored a lot. I'm sure it has been, but I, I've not personally
2: you know,
0: read a lot of it. Um, Yeah. Interesting story. Very nice artwork. I thought
2: very dialogue heavy, super dialogue heavy, almost
0: too much. I would say. Mm. Yeah. I'm giving it seven. What are you giving it rich?
2: Yeah. 7.5. The art's really good.
0: Yeah.
2: It's an interesting concept. And again, it's not, it's not a, a theater of war that I'm familiar with. Yeah. You know, it was, it's not one that gets covered that often. No,
1: definitely not. So
2: it's definitely interesting. Um, the characters seem interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a it's a it's a solid start.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, I, I mean, yeah. It, it, look, it was an enjoyable read. I, I, I did I did enjoy reading it. Garth Ennis rarely lets the team down. Um, now I know Gar- that temporal fugitive one you really didn't like, did you? I haven't had a chance to read it. Remember we did that one? It was Garth Ennis. It was like a time. Oh ceremony. god,
2: that one with the um, the trailer park trash. Time traveling chick, who's?
0: Do you think I would like that? Because that sounds like more my kind of cup of tea.
2: I think you did enjoy it when we reviewed yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I didn't.
0: Yeah, just another strike against me, really, which isn't my taste. Well, the
2: problem yeah. f- the, <laughs> here's the thing, though. Like drama is drama, sure, but comedy is subjective. Yep, you know true. what I mean. Like that's true, really. action is action, drama is drama, but comedy is subjective. Yeah, and yes, I think the fact that you enjoy Peacemaker, love it, means that you would enjoy. That one for sure, because yeah, it's yeah. just chock full of that, st- st- what I call stupid dialogue. Oh, it's
0: almost that Deadpool kind of,
2: you know, uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, I would say it's a bit more in line with Peacemaker than Deadpool. Sure, okay. Just absurd people spouting absurd dialogue and yeah. stuff and all that sort of crap, so. Okay. So yeah, definitely i okay. it. That's not my kind of comedy. That's no, not, not your shit kind that of I comedy, find comedy,
0: you know? What is your kind of comedy, Rich? Give us something, you
2: know. Um... Again, I like so. Again, some of my favorite, if you are talking about like TV shows, I like stuff sure. like Psych, Scrubs, Hogan's Heroes. Um, you like. know, um, yeah, yeah, Hogan's Heroes. It's a bit old school comedy, but I do find that funny. I, I guess I just like, I guess regular comedy where sure. it's more like the situation is funny. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, the The dialogue is funny, but it's 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 played straight. Right. You know what I mean. I'm not for this wackadoo. Yeah comedy where it's absurd which i do like actually you know what i mean like
0: it's like me with bird girl for example i know you wouldn't enjoy that but
2: i like that one a lot like as i said as soon as i saw like with peacemaker right as soon as the title screen comes and they're doing that stupid dance yes i just went okay this is i'm not gonna enjoy this the moment that came on i was like okay i'm not gonna enjoy this yeah because what they're saying to me is this is an absurd show yeah it's an over-the-top absurd Yeah, yeah, yeah show and i don't generally find that stuff funny no because it's too it's too much.
0: Did Do you know you, what I mean? Yeah. I like
2: it in, in small doses, but I knew that was just going to hit me over the head with absurdity, like every scene.
0: What did you think of the Deadpool movies?
2: You know, the the movies that came out. Uh, uh, it was pretty. It was pretty. No, I'm, I, I have to think because I haven't. I haven't watched the second one, honestly. Oh really? Like the 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 first one was, it was good. I mean, I give it a seven out of ten. Sure. You okay. know, uh, and not exa- again. Not enough for me to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna rewatch that again and again and yeah. sort of stuff and all that." Uh, but I, I enjoyed it for the most part. Mm, okay, you but know, here's it's, the it's, thing, though. Yeah, the difference is only Deadpool is absurd. Yeah, everyone else is the straight character. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm. You know, Colossus is the straight guy. Even mm, what's her name, Negasonic Teenage Ward. She's the straight character. She's here. It's only Deadpool who is this. Wackadoo in a serious world mm. that's different, but when every character is a wackadoo, yeah, or is absurd, then I just go, it's too much absurdity, it's just too much. Everyone's absurd. What did you think of Cheers back in the day? No, Cheers was, wasn't absurd, That was just funny, yeah. It was, it, I I thought it was an like everyone friction. had a character in Cheers, yeah, but the characters were different, yeah, definitely D- different. You know? Norm characters. is very different to Cliff. um, Cliff, yeah, you know, Cliff is almost like the 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 whack job conspiracy, yeah kind of theorist norm is just this lazy guy who hates his wife just and never wants to go home and talk yeah. of thing, you know kramer is your um intellectual yeah. with like marriage problems and all you know i mean like it, everyone's playing a different character yeah they all may be absurd in their own way mm. but with peacemaker i feel like everyone's the same absurd yeah no if okay. that makes sense like yeah. as i said i just it's again it's it's, it's just subjective it's all it's what you prefer. I, I also grew up watching a lot of British comedy, so sure, like um, you know Ben Elton, uh, oh, Roman like Atkinson, that kind of sort of stuff. Yeah. Where it's it's more the jokes are funny, not the not the people carrying on in a weird way. Because yeah. a lot of that is straight. Mm. While it could be absurd, everyone's kind of saying it in a very. In, it's, it's almost like deadpan, mm. straight delivery. Mm. That's why, like, I love the Lethal Weapon, the Lethal Weapon, the uh, Naked Gun. Yeah, movies and and um, Police Squad, which is what it's based on, mm. because it's all absurd. But he's like so straight. Yeah, it's like he's serious. It's uh. not a joke to him, uh. and that's what makes that. Funny. Yeah, he plays it straight. It's like he's Adam a West guy, in... and everything around him is absurd. It's and like Adam West in Batman. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, that's why I said it has its place, but I just can't. You know, just something like um, Peacemaker's Just it's just everyone is just absurdly s- stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair enough, man. I, I even just... like the even even the um. The NPCs in it, you know, the mm. the random characters are, are like, like you know, in the second episode where he goes into the that chick and her boyfriend's apartment, mm. and even they carry on like absurd people. Yeah, like even they're not normal. Mm. And that's why I say every single person in that, even the normal people, are absurd.
0: Yeah. So for you, it's it, it's really kind of like it's a mixed bag, and you know, you can't you can't get into it when it when it's too crazy, can yeah. you?
2: Like I like this when Garth Ennis does this sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, when Garth writes a bit serious... Oh, yeah, for sure. He's very good at it. Yeah. But I have to be in the mood for his comedy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he
0: did Hitman, didn't he? Get, get that microphone up again, Rich. Oh, he on. did Hitman, right? He certainly did, yeah. no Now, yeah. again,
2: Hitman Love that. is absurd, but there's a lot of straight characters around The choppers
0: are back, man. They're circling. I like it.
2: They, they're not like my comedy spiel.
0: Have you ever heard um, that um, song, I Was Only 19? It's, it's a song about going to Vietnam. Mm. Yeah, it's a good song. Let's go. The Channel Seven Chopper.
2: It's a very weird song.
0: Takes him back. It's about Vietnam, man. I was only nineteen.
2: Yeah, but it's like it's it's like barely a song. Yeah, like it's almost like a computer is reading. The, it's like it's like a it's a it's a
0: Channel Seven Chopper.
2: Yeah, it, it's like they took a snippet from a news reading or something like yeah. that, and they've worked it into.
0: I thought it was clever though. Oh, it's know? it's an interesting song, but I mean, yeah. it's
2: like it's a weird, almost like a synthesized song.
0: I was only nineteen. Yeah, I love that song, man. Um, yeah, it's interesting. No, yeah, I, I, I hear your points, man. I, I do like that wacky kind of comedy.
2: But no, I do, but that's what I say. It's I, subjective. I know you a, that you love that wacky. I'll give shit. you an
0: example of a show that I think is hilarious: Bojack Horseman on Netflix. I know oh, of that God. show. Yes, oh, I have seen God, snippets of show. it. I love that show. Now, I that is a dark show in a lot of ways. The characterizations of that show. It's quite dark, frankly. It's it's an interesting show, I think. I, I actually think it's a very underrated show, um, but it is also wacky as hell. Mm. Um, I don't know. That's my kind of style of comedy that I like um, sometimes. Now, I also said this wasn't actually technically in Weekly Comics, but we well, all know I love Modok. Um, you do. What you is have, it? Mechanized. You
2: have a thing for that guy, the guy with the big head.
0: Mechanized organism designed only for killing. Is that correct?
2: Which is funny because he loves science, so he doesn't. He loves creating. Well,
0: kind truth. of killing science though, death science. You know, he's a pretty mean little bastard.
2: Yeah, but I'm just saying it also means that he's built for science.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, but anyway, so he was in X Men Eight, mm. uh, and it was had MODOK on the front cover, and I and I said, oh, I have to read this. Wow. Um,
2: what a terrible choice.
0: Yeah, story is fine. The art wasn't the greatest. Also, Cyclops looks ridiculous as Captain Krakoa, which I can't believe yeah. they actually came up with. Um, which is just a stupid. Well, oh, he's the
2: Captain America now.
0: Yeah, but like literally Captain Krokoa.
2: I know, and he's even got like uh, a sort of purple foliage in his yeah.
0: helmet. It's pretty bad, man. One size red and one size green, I think, or something. Or it, can I say this? It's pretty poor. Mm. It's pretty poor, man. Like I thought it was. Some of the weakest. I don't even
2: fun. think the story was that good. Honestly, I thought the story was pretty meh.
0: No, the story was pedestrian, frankly. When I said fine, really, it's pedestrian. Uh, I'm struggling to give it more than a five out of ten. I think it's lucky to get that.
2: Uh, it's a four from me.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't good. Um, yeah, and but have you noticed, live and in person, we've whipped through the show this week. I think that there's been less news somehow.
2: I hasn't. I don't think it's been a big news week.
0: Yeah, no. but you know, but you have those weeks. We have those weeks. We haven't debated. It. I haven't brought up aliens. None of that.
2: Well, again, there hasn't really been anything in the news about No, I, I know. Again, I know you've got alarms and alerts. Yes, uh, and notifications set for all that sort of news. Oh, you
0: should have heard me. I started bringing up our show and the alien comments to Michelle while she was trying to go to sleep. And she was like, seriously? <laughs> and, and she, she was, she, I go, can you imagine if we could be peering into dead civilization? She's like, why are you talking about this? And, I, and I'm like, it's just something me and Rich were talking about. And she's like, something you were talking about, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but there's been nothing like that at all. And and I just, you know, these asshole billionaires like Bezos, um, Branson, and um, whoever the other guy is, uh, what's his fucking name? Musk, Elon Musk. Elon, yeah. Yeah, can one of these morons pour some money into space exploration? I'm, I'm talking like the telescopes to get because I don't think we can get to the aliens yet. But if we if we can peer into the into the into the other systems more, that's got to be our focus.
2: Okay, okay, but but let me just ask you this question. Sure. How does that benefit us? I don't know. It benefits me. Well, that's I my point. It. Like, why would you spend all that money when if it doesn't? Like, okay, oh my God, okay, look at that. Like, we can see a, 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 a dead civilization in that planet over there. Okay. Yeah. What, and?
0: Well, we can learn from it. How? Well, if, we can't it, wasn't get dead, there. if it wasn't dead, we could learn from it. You could what? view it. You'll learn by viewing, observing. You know, think about that. Yeah. Think about that, man. The lessons you can learn from viewing something. I don't think
2: you could just learn from just watching them.
0: Oh, you certainly could. I don't think so. Oh, we'll figure about out with fucking... You have no idea why they're doing something. Aliens, like, sorry, animals and shit. Like what, you know, people watch them and stuff, like to learn about their civilizations, like David Attenborough, blah, 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 with all the monkeys and all that stuff. Uh, yeah.
2: Yes, animals are much more basic, though. <laughs> <laughs> like you can figure out what... You don't know why an alien civilization is doing something with their technology because I you dude, don't know I, what the fucking technology is.
0: Dude, dude, I'm just saying they need to you don't some, know what it does. They need to pour some money into it. It's all I'm asking for, Richard.
2: I, I just said, I just don't think they will because there's no... It doesn't benefit us in any way. Well, they, they're we obviously can't, we can't get there anyway. They're obviously
0: putting some cash into it because they've got the telescopes. But I'm saying, train more telescopes.
2: I mean, again, okay, but those those telescopes are very expensive. Yeah, very. expensive.
0: Did you feel back in the '70s when they launched Voyager and they put the music and the directions to Earth in it? Did you feel that was a mistake? I always thought that was probably an error. It was it was wacky doodle. Hibby well, ditty I mean,
2: shit, well, know? I mean, yes and no. Yeah. Look, okay, put it this way. Okay, let's let's say you're trapped on a desert island, right? Yeah. And you have got a bottle, <laughs> and you put a message in, right? Yeah. And you're like, I'm just gonna send this out to sea, and hopefully a ship will find it. Yeah. But pirates find it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. You put something out there. A good something good could come of it, or something bad could come of it. So it's very true, Richard. You, you just don't know.
0: I just thought it was really cheesy. Like they put like Beethoven symphonies and stuff in it. Like I was like, really. Well, right. yeah,
2: they, well, they were putting all the stuff in there that was showing us at our best, I guess.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't know. Was you want to make, make a good first impression? Sure, I guess so. The, yeah, problem is you, the problem is you don't know what a good impression is to another that's species of That's it, or like, race, you don't so. know
0: if another civilization is going to enjoy Beethoven?
2: Well, that's why they said the only thing you should put in there is like math. Yeah. Because that's supposed to be a universal language. Or what something,
0: about so. if you put a chemical to start
2: well, a do, How do we know that? I guess we just assume that it's a universal language because that's how we see it doesn't yeah. mean that they do they could communicate in song
0: yeah i don't know there's a lot of questions. smells but there's a lot of questions which is why i want answers you know i want to believe rich um,
2: there's a lot of questions to what questions man. non-existent things so <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway which but, means it's going to be very hard to get answers
2: uh, <laughs> if it doesn't exist yeah
0: <laughs> Anyway, moving on because I just wanted to introduce. That was me shamelessly plugging the alien stuff. There wasn't much to report, so I I know that I know you're eager
2: for more alien (laughs) inverted commas news.
0: (laughs) Uh, A trade of the week, Rich, was my selection. uh, The JLA Volume Six. I believe, um, of yes. um, Volume 6 of the 90s and 2000s run, Joe Kelly and Doug Mankey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely loved this with a passion. I felt it got better and better and better. I've read right up to the start of the uh, Obsidian Age. So I've read up to where they've gone back in time, mm. um, but just like up to there. Mm. Um, and the next issue which showed like the replacement Justice League.
2: Yeah, that's what I read up to that.
0: Yeah, I, was, I, I read up to
2: that. the formation of the Yes, yeah, so that's exactly what I the Replacement Justice League.
0: I've got to say I've got a huge comment. I think this was as good as anything Mark White ever did on JLA, and I think it rivals Grant Morrison. I think it was fantastic. <sighs> what did you think, Rich? You're sighing. I
2: don't Rich. think it rivals it, but it's definitely up there. Yeah. It's definitely like he he kept it in the same ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of quality, that's for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't say his stories were as Good as Marvel because again, Morrison's in his league of his own when he sure. w- when he does these. When he was writing the Justice League, that was really awesome. Like he did, he just but again, his brain works very differently to to other people. But yeah, no, this was still. This is when I was. This is when I was loving comics. Honestly, right. This is right in the time where I was like going to the comic book shop yeah. every week. Yeah, getting my pool, mm. checking out some new stuff. This was to me. This was peak comic. Yeah, I agree. This was I peak agree. comics This this yeah. time period. So. I've got a very very soft spot for it and all that. The art was good, stories were good, um, uh, and yeah yeah yeah. Um, and even coming into the Obsidian Age now, which was a really good storyline in itself, a bit more darker mm. uh, than some of the other stories. Um, I just thought I'd it's see. good. It's good. I mean, it's as I said, I don't, it's not you know it's not as good as obviously Babel. Tower of Babel, it's not as good as in, in you know the the Morrison stuff. Rock of Ages but it's as right as well. up there. It's, yeah. it's just it's right there. I mean Rock yeah. of Ages is fantastic. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. fantastic. Um, yeah. um so oh, and, exactly. and that's with Howard Porter um on art, which was fantastic. Another another great artist. Um it's good. Yeah, I mean I rate I rate this highly. I mean, I read this back in the day and loved it.
0: I remember reading these issues. In singles on the train coming home from King's Comics because mm. I, JLA was my number one book, mm. you know, which was all a leftover from Morrison and Wade, you know, and I felt after Kelly it dropped off a cliff, you know? Um, yeah.
2: But, well, we, we were coming into the bad times, which is what kind of forced them to do the old '52 stuff, I think.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but like, I just felt. Well, it took a couple
2: more years, but you yeah, know what I'm
0: saying? I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I just. When I'm. Reading it, it it brought my mind back to reading these single issues, and I was like, man, the the league is operating like you've got the Batman Wonder Woman romance percolator, you've got Plastic Man, like hilarious. Well,
2: I'll say this: huh? th- this Justice League run w- made me a fan of Kyle Rayner, and yeah. and you know, I uh, that goes to Morrison, to Wade, and to uh, Kelly, yeah, right, because I wasn't a big fan of the guy. Like again, I still collected the stuff because it was Green Lantern. Sure. At the time, you know, and you never know when Hal Jordan might come back or something like that. Or he did come change. back a couple yeah, of wives, much, yeah. much later. But my point is, this is this is when you like you knew not everything is necessarily permanent. Yeah. Changes can revert and all that. So I was still collecting the Green Lantern, but was never a fan of the character until this. So it was just something about him and Wally. Mm. I just thought the two of them had a very good um, dynamic, a good relationship. Uh, because they they're the young kids. Mm. Wally's a bit more experienced though; he's been doing a little longer. Carl's yep. the newbie, but they still have that they they kind of friends because they're in the same age group. Yeah, you know, and the others are more the elder statesmen who you know are the older generation. But I, it was a good dynamic. I mean, this yeah, from Morrison up to this was just a fantastic the big the big seven, and I was really happy when they brought Plastic Man. Oh yeah, in. Plastic Man added um, a lot. He was a really good and. This one here, by the way, uh, when you get to the end of the storyline, because we didn't go all the way, mm. they just show you how powerful Plastic Man is. He's like he is one of the most powerful characters in,
0: which is what Batman always the said. DC Universe, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I mean, I, I know that's the writer, but he at least he yeah. demonstrated.
0: I I like that um, the Plastic Man storyline with Batman, the yeah, solo story with, with his
2: son and all that. With
0: yeah, his son, yeah, that was interesting. Um, and, and you know what? I don't. And frankly, I've read these comics on the train once, liked them a lot but never had read them again until now so, Oh, but it's
2: still you still remember it oh,
0: yeah and it was I was like, oh my God that's right I forgot about that and then uh, the Batman uh, Wonder Woman relationship kind of percolating like when they're when they're kind of brawling and wrestling and stuff I, I you weren't as big a fan of his artwork on Wonder Woman I am I not, think no no sorry,
2: not job. the artwork the hair yeah I just don't think he did I don't think Doug Mankey does um, female hair great right like long hair. Yeah. Okay. It's very. It looks very straight and oily. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> like a, it has no volume to it.
0: But uh, but I mean I'm looking at this picture in Golden Perfect that you can see there, and I just think what a fantastic Wonder Woman that he drew. Like, there's just something. Yeah,
2: you know, but when she's standing still and the yeah, hair is just yeah. straight, it doesn't look great.
0: It's a great storyline that Golden Perfect though, as well. How, yeah.
2: I mean, she's almost the villain in it.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. So, explain to me that the lasso broke because she couldn't decide and then she left the kid with him. And that's is that why the lasso
2: broke? No, so the lasso broke because she doubted herself, right? Because, but because here's the thing remember, like, it's how you can pass a lie detector test is if you believe the lie, right? So, what they're saying is that there's the mother's truth. And then there's the, the this rummer guy's truth. Yeah, yes. And so the lasso was saying they were both telling the truth. Right. So she was like, no, no, they can't both be telling the truth. He's a bad guy. Oh, my God. I'm Existential crisis. And pff, the, the oh, lasso broke. Oh, that's what broke it. Yeah.
0: So it wasn't her choosing
2: that the kids stay there. No, it's because she doubted herself. She didn't know oh, what. I she I so, But here was the most important lesson. It wasn't about their truth. Right. It was about her truth. And whether she believed the child should be with the mother or not. Right. Which I thought that's not the right message. But anyway,
0: they made some interesting points where they were. Well, they literally
2: destroyed a civilization. Yes. Because the mother wanted this. And I, I get it. I understand. Poor mother. Right. The kid's been taken. But this is a civilization that's been going for 5,000 years, Is literally a paradise. Yes. No one wants for anything.
0: But it was a paradise ruled by fear, wasn't it?
2: Not really, no. A ty- tyrant, rather than No. Out. No, huh? no. It, He was. He was an asshole to them, but they interlopers. They invade him. They come in to take gotcha. his, his right. replacement. Because the kid is supposed to be his replacement. Yeah, he's like the Buddha. Yeah, he's supposed to be the new, what that guy is, who protects the Rama city and all Khan. that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, she... Totally fucking the justice league literally destroyed a five thousand year old civilization, where everyone was happy except yeah. for one woman because her son got chosen mm. to be the new, ramakan or whatever. But, but she but just she wanted didn't her baby boy Have back.
0: a choice. Wonder Woman in the end didn't have a choice. She had to do whatever she wanted to do to get the lasso to working because the truth had been broken all through the world. No, so basically she, she well
2: she decided this is my truth and it's the right thing, and then. Um, something about the Mother Earth agreeing with Wonder Woman Mm. and then the guy couldn't accept that because, you know, again, he's set in his ways. Mm. Again, he's been the protector of this civilization for 5,000 years or whatever. Sure. You know, and so he's angry. He's He's pissed off that they are coming in and destroying everything and that he refused to listen to, as Wonder Woman says, reason. Mm. And it's like, yeah, but I mean... I, I don't know if you should feel like good that you just destroyed yeah, an entire. Like, I mean, they saved the people. Mm. So it was like, no one dies today. We, we're destroying their civilization, their way of life, <laughs> but no one dies today. We'll still be the good guys. And I was like, you're really not good guys in this, honestly. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, these are the weird stories. It's so weird because I don't like it when Wonder Woman is like the leader. You don't? I don't. Because oh, that's, whatever. I'm sorry, that's Superman. Yeah. To me, Superman is. Sure. The the leader. He's the, the moral compass Yeah, but of... that, so they've tried to push
0: Wonder Woman in the last 25 years to sort of... No, I it. know.
2: They've pushed it hard. But my point is, it always annoys me when Superman isn't the moral compass of the he Justice have League. more
0: than one moral compass?
2: Look, everyone fits their roles. And for me, Superman has always been the moral compass. So you're basically
0: like Wonder. standing Lane Wonder Woman. You
2: know? Well, she doesn't have a lane. Her lanes keep changing depending yeah. on what decade now, it is. Now, so. uh,
0: the interesting points, and the, I like that kelly did put in there the comments about the imperialistic attitude because it was a very imperialistic so oh yeah that, look
2: you know. uh, no one really comes across as like the good guy the bad guy like he doesn't definitively go like no. he leaves a kind of open where you can be like actually they they were wrong or i, I like that. i don't agree with them and all that it's sort of it's,
0: stuff. it's like how Danny o'neill used to do it he often used to end a lot of those green arrow and even some of his superman stories with sort of like a almost like a question mark, hands in the air, like, do mm. we really do the right thing? Yeah. Like, there's that famous Justice League one where they're like, oh, we saved the planet, and then, and then Green Arrow's like, did we really? And you see the pollution going into the, into yeah. the river or something, and it's like...
2: Well, get, if yeah. you, yeah, if you're going to present something like that, it has to be open. Yeah. I mean, you can say what's right and wrong, but then that's just you showing your, yeah, your bias as a writer. Well,
0: I always felt, and this is going to maybe sound like a crazy callback that maybe three people are going to get, but something like Captain Planet and the Defenders back in the 90s. So I used to hate that shit mm. because it used to be like, you know. Well,
2: you know what? That, again, that's why I think it's so funny because that is how the modern writers do it now. Mm. That's why I've said to you. The reason I don't like a lot of the writers and the character writing now today is because if you tell a story like that today, mm. all the characters will agree that it's wrong. Yeah. That the boy must go back to the mother. Who cares if we destroy it? So we're right. Sure, they'll all agree. Not one of them will like argue and say, yeah, "Hey, no point. Maybe we're wrong, or maybe that guy's right." Yeah. Which is what they were doing. And there was a little bit of a, yeah you know, there was a bit of a divide in the Justice League where some people were like, hey, "Hey, hey, we need to which slow down. Yeah, you 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 just rushing in, you're demanding to take the kid. We don't know. See,
0: to I me, mean, that's the point of a group. Having yeah, a group, you, you've got to have the yin and yang. You've got yeah. to have the different viewpoints. Like. That's what makes the group
2: interesting. Well, you got yeah, you got seven people that don't all think the same. It's like in
0: a band; there'd be politics inside a band—a push and pull. You know, but again,
2: if you read comic books today, yeah, I feel like a lot of the characters just all agree. Yeah, they all you're right. right. You're right. Like that's yeah, it. You're right. No... You, you're
0: right, and you're the best. Mm. You know, not only are you right, we adore you. And it's like, okay, we're, go. <laughs> we're we're falling over ourselves a bit too much with the praise. Um, now, I loved this storyline, Joe Kelly. If you're listening. I goddamn love this. I love your Deadpool run. I love this. You know, yeah. I, I love I kill giants. But we do have one mighty signal listener, and his name is Michael Kellershim, and he likes to correspond on a regular basis. And long may continue. He came in with a different point of view, um, and I'm going to read it out. He because he, he said he unlike Linda Park, he says he approves this to be read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, titled JLA Lois. I was searching my graphic novel box J and discovered I had JLA Golden Perfect, which collects JLA 61 to 65. If you started reading it by now, you should know by... You, if you started reading it, then you should know by now you've made some bad life choices. Terrible. One out of ten. The okay. sloppiest dunk manky art I've ever seen and amateur hour scripts. The first issue with the two-minute flashbacks was incomprehensible. Why did a bug crawl down Abracadabra's throat? And how did that summon Titans to attack? The Golden Perfect Story was complete crap. As if Wonder Woman's last week could be destroyed because she had trouble with an objective truth. Absolute garbage as was everything that followed. The Just League destroyed the entire city and ruined one man's everyone's life. Ruined everyone's life. I don't I don't disagree with it. Yeah, just to reunite one stupid kid with the mum. I have a counter recommend. JLA that was now this is then that which collects JLA classified fifty to fifty five. The JLA meet an old foe they fought 10 years before who comes to Earth to fight gods and rumbles with the original Justice League and later the, J- the current JLA roster. Written by Roger Stern, art by John Byrne. We should do this, Rich. Um, enough said. I've never read it, uh, and I would definitely like to. Don't let your fifth anniversary show be tainted by Joe Kelly's failure of a JLA story. Um, yeah, so I just said um, I love the pure honesty, uh, Michael. Um if there's one thing Cena likes, it's people who take their fucking shots. You know, uh, the world is a war zone. Love is a battlefield. And um, and Michael Kellisham's out there with a the counterpoint of view. Sometimes it takes a long gunman. Don't you agree, Rich? Yeah, I mean, look,
2: the, the, as I said, I mean, he's there's things in there that he said that we have said ourselves. That's it. That they they're not the heroes in that storyline and all that, but, I mean, yeah. Doesn't necessarily make it a bad story. No, I no. mean, I mean,
0: I, look, I, 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 I personally loved it. So, you know, you know, but I like, you know, I what mean, I, you know what I like. There's different viewpoints. You've got your own viewpoint. I've got mine. Mm. I'm, 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 am fucking cheerleading. You rah rah rah. I want to get Joe Kelly on the show. I want to throw in him emperor of, of writing. You're loving it, but you've got some reservations, and you have got Michael Kellisham out there who's ready to take lives. Fair. Different viewpoints,
2: man. I do disagree with him on the Doug Mankey stuff because I like to. No, no, because I feel like this is still Doug Mankey sort of honing sure his his skills and getting better and better and better. Because if you if you look at Doug Mankey from this Justice League and you and you just follow his yeah. his books up until now, yeah. you'll see that every like year the, the his art is getting better and better. So to turn around and say, oh, a book that he did like twenty years ago is sloppy art compared to, like, sure. now or f- two years ago or five years ago, well, that's the nature of art. You improve, you, yeah. you know, or unless you are... Uh, unless um, you decline. No, well, unless you uh, Rob Liefeld, in which case you get worse. Yeah. That's it. Well, <laughs> as some the decline. Years, I mean, As you know. the years go on.
0: Well, it's like some, uh, you know, if you think... It yeah, moves, but I mean, he
2: declined, get... like, straight away. Like, yeah. I'm not yeah. talking about from age or no. getting too old. Rob Liefeld just went from good to, like, shit yeah. overnight. like Or, like, True. in five years, like...
0: It's true. Um, now, I do want to mention, I normally, and Adam the Computer will have heard this many times, dislike it when the JLA gets replaced, you know, in general. But I've got to say, I thought Kelly handled it really well in that issue where you had Nightwing leading the team. And, and that team of just that, you know, real sort of second stringers and stuff. But I was like, I'm enjoying it. Like,
2: So, again, so this is what I said to you. Like, the, like the the Obsidian Age is kind of one of the last sort of good big seven yep. stories because basically after this is when um so obviously the justice league that they get as the replacements is just for this story yes you know yeah um but when they do come back they do add new members which is the i can't remember the guy's name the indian right which doctor guy yeah. major disaster stays um, you know
0: what major disaster i was trying to think where i knew him from he was in a recent flashbacks that we did, Adam and I did in uh, Mark Waite's flash run. Major disaster turned yeah, up. Yeah,
2: I believe he was a Green Lantern villain. Right, but right. they did use him quite a bit in the um, Justice League International. Right. Okay. Um, as a character there, right. Um, they even went on to be the the new Injustice.
0: And is that the original Lan- Firestorm, <clears throat> Ronnie
2: Raymond? That's Ronnie Raymond. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: okay. Yeah. Cool. Why is he still in college? I would have thought he'd be out of college age by now.
2: It's comic book years, mate. Right, so he's still
0: <laughs> still in college. Like you a know. character
2: only ages when you decide that he ages.
0: Gotcha. Right. Um, I asked you who was the character. Jason Blood was there. It was good to see him. Faith, Faith hung around.
2: I, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, is it? Yeah, Faith hung around. A uh, major disaster hung around the 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 guy who started as the as a villain or a bad guy, the, the witch doctor guy. Yeah. He he joins. Right. The team as well. So, yeah, after the Subsidian Age, it kind of became a bit of a mix of yeah. A and CDF yep. sort of characters.
0: Um, there's the famous storyline where Speedy loses an arm, Arsenal loses an arm and Oh, that's point. much, much later. Yeah, I, I just remember that. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, That's much later. I did ask you, with the Magic users, when you had Zatanna there, there was someone who I thought was Hitman. I was like, why is Hitman... I don't Man know why
2: custom you custom? thought that, but anyway. Well,
0: dude, because he's in a leather jacket with fucking glasses on.
2: Uh, excuse me. Hitman doesn't wear a leather jacket. He wears a trench coat. Okay. A green trench coat.
0: All right. Who was it, you said?
2: I believe it was the son of Faust.
0: I was so much happy when I thought it was Hitman. Yeah. I was really...
2: And he on. wears those glasses because I think he also has no eyes or something like that.
0: Okay. So he's the son of Felix he's, Faust.
2: Yeah, he's a pretty cool... He's actually... He was a pretty cool character back in those days. He was an interesting character a good guy though yeah because he has no soul his father sold his soul remember that's right. the whole story of Faust Oh. is that the guy sells his son's soul so really? he doesn't have a soul I didn't know that was the story yeah. of Faust no, he was a very interesting character in the DC comics the son of Faust yeah he was wow. it was very interesting
0: Wow, wait, I did not know that was the story of Faust Faust is like the I thought Faust sold his own soul
2: well in DC he sold his son's soul
0: okay <laughs> wow okay I mean i never read the story um okay well I mean look in, in essence we've done one half uh we'll take a break and in a couple of weeks time we'll do the second half which will be the obsidian age mm. and all that kind of stuff I'm look rich I'm giving it I'm giving it, fuck it I'm giving it 10 out of 10 I was going to give it nine point five. I'm giving it ten so, out of ten.
2: So you're gonna you're gonna balance uh, Michael's <laughs> yeah. one with your yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah. So what's that a nine then? <laughs>
0: yeah. okay. And because I'm the emperor of signal, my, there's there's the rankings. Oh, you're going to give it eleven. Way. Yeah, yeah. But the rankings <laughs> skew away, You know.
2: Um,
0: where are you, Rich?
2: It's a it's it's a definitely eight point five.
0: Eight point five. Okay. Yeah.
2: Like, I think Obsidian Age is much better. Sure. Um, the the Plastic Man Batman story Love is it. is a really cool little. Uh, solo
0: i remember you know what that's the one i most remember because mm. when i read that again now i was like i flashed back like 20 years ago reading it and i was like i love that story um, but here's the
2: thing though in hindsight like the even if you like like even with michael where you're like this is so terrible blah 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 i'm like okay sure i mean if you if you look at it objectively like let's say you were reading morrison you were reading Wade, sure. and then you just feel like Joe Kelly dropped the ball and he wasn't as good. Mm. Yeah, I still feel like now, hindsight 2020, oh, yeah. it's still better than the fucking Justice League shit we've been getting for oh, the last fuck. 10 years at least. Oh, at least. At least. Could be more, 15 years. I'm just saying. Yeah. This is miles and miles oh, and yeah. miles above yeah. any Justice League stuff we've gotten in the last 10 to 15 I years. I
0: almost would say to riders, because Morrison's in. Oh, definitely
2: game. 10 years. Definitely 10. Morrison's
0: in 15, his own two. league. I would almost give this to writers to say, "Look, this is what you can do with these characters. You, you, it doesn't necessarily have to be as earth shattering as what Morrison did, but look at the good storytelling here." You know, look, something. I feel like he was trying to continue it. Like yeah. I feel
2: like Wade was trying to continue that yeah. kind of storytelling. And you know what? And 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 Joe Kelly as well, mm. you could argue maybe he didn't do it as well. Sure, I I, I don't disagree with it. I'm not saying his is he, as I said. I don't think it's equal, mm. but I think he he keeps it in the same ballpark of yeah. those sort of stories that they were telling, where it was a little bit more complex stories.
0: Did you notice Superman's costume had the black?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did that for... Um, I think he's been doing that since the nine 11 wasn't he?
0: Oh, right. Okay. I didn't realise.
2: Yeah, and then didn't eventually I mean. he did go back to the...
0: Right. Okay. And this is after the World's at War Story along because Joe Kelly had been on Superman for a fairly long period before this. You know, so, yeah. So Joe Kelly had had a, had a fairly lengthy Superman run um, now, I was...
2: I think yeah. so. In, in, the, in the DC one, uh, Faust originally sells his soul, mm. but then I think he sells his son's soul as well to get even more power. What a bastard. Because he's already sold his soul.
0: Jesus. Wowee. To who? The, the devil? To yeah, the devil?
2: Or, or, or whoever the devil kind of... Mephisto or whoever? No, Mephisto is Marvel. Neron? N- Neron or Necron or whatever. Yeah, okay. So his name is Sebastian Faust. Mm. He's yeah. the son of Felix Faust, so he's just simply known as Faust. He's a meanie, isn't he? Uh, he's a bit of an arsehole, but, I mean, you would be too if your father sold your soul and... Oh, no, I mean the father I'm talking about. No, that's what I mean. Well, I mean, they both are, but, I mean, he's got a chip on his shoulder which should deserves it to be there. Isn't yeah, it? The, the, the son has a
0: reason to have a chip on his shoulder. Yeah,
2: but, I mean, this character was introduced in 1986. Wow. The the son of Faust. So he's been around a while.
0: 86, man. Where do you get that knowledge from, Rich? Is that the who's who? Or were you just live on the scene at the time in 86.
2: No, I, I was looking it up.
0: <laughs> All right, I was, I was like, But you?" No, because you... I,
2: well, the, I think. Well, the last time he appeared in comics was pre fifty two. He's not appeared since the, the new. Like he's not, he's not appeared in any new fifty two stuff as far as I know. Right. Like onwards, so he's pretty much gone. Like from the, the son DC. of Felix Faust. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Felix
0: Faust turns up every now and then.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, he's still a villain that turns up. Although he doesn't really turn up that much either. Like
0: no, he doesn't turn up a ton. But he he, does he make turned up a appearance. lot more back in the day. Yeah, he makes an appearance and here and there. Like I could do with a lot more of him, frankly.
2: But I didn't even realize he was from nineteen eighty six either. I, th- I thought he was something that was created in like you know two thousand or something. Yeah.
0: Now I've got a suggestion, Richard. Unless you've got a really strong <laughs> desire to do something, I'm almost saying we should do um, his suggestion. Uh, Michael's suggestion and do another JLA story that JLA classified next next week and do the Roger Stern story drawn by John Byrne. It's only a five issue story unless you've got something that you radically want to Richard Sterling.
2: Well at do place. I get my my pick the following week then?
0: Yeah and if you have something in your burning in your mind that you prefer to do we can do that. Well I'm
2: tossing up between um, want, The Mighty okay, or uh, Power Cubed that's my tossers, but I can put that off to the following week if you want to do the Justice League one.
0: All right, we'll do that. Well, let, let's do well just because I, I want to give Michael a chance to shine. I think he really is. I, I think do going the extra mile as a listener. Um, you know,
2: that's <laughs> why when you said moment to shine, I was like, Careful, Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fly too close to the sun. <laughs>
0: um, but then we'll do it'll be your choice next week, and you can do whatever those two things were you just said.
2: Which well, I one of them of- is a um, is a um, Tomasi. Oh, really? Called oh, The Mighty.
0: Peter Tomasi? Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. And well, I like oth- him a lot. And then the other one is a... Who's the other one? Uh,
0: is it someone that we're going to know, or is it just like nobody?
2: Oh, no, no, no. I mean, he's a, he's an artist-writer. I can never remember how to pronounce his name. Just hang all on. All
0: right. Well, it's your choice. So, I mean, we can, we can definitely do it. That's not a problem. Um. Yeah, all right. So, n- next week, we're going to pick... We're going to follow uh, Michael Kellership, because I do oh, want to...
2: Aaron Laprasetti.
0: Okay, well, all right. So next week we'll do Michael's Choice, um, which will be JLA classified, like 51 to 55, or whatever it was, the The, the thing with Roger Stern and um, John Byrne. So I think that sounds cool. And it would have been them in the 2000s, so like a you know, later day one. And then the next week after that will be Richard's Choice, where he's going to do one of those two things. Well, I think right
2: that... W- no, the, the classifieds were coming at the same time as these ones, weren't they? Yeah, so early 2000s. It was it an yeah, alternative... Um, yes. Um. Uh, mini runs by yeah. different um, creators rotating teams yeah, yeah. exactly because I, b- I believe Ed McGuinness and
0: Morrison did one uh, I <sighs> Keith Giffen and, and Mateus did one I know that
2: that's all I yeah think. well they did the uh, formerly known as the Justice League Justice League which was part of their classified but it was the um, who's the guy that started the the Batman Superman um, Jeff, Jeff Loeb. Loeb I think Loeb and Ed McGuinness also did a classified Okay. as well I think
0: well we'll do that yeah yeah I'm happy you to know. do that and, and yeah as well it won't be too long as well which will be nice you know
2: well so, five issues is about 100 pages give or take
0: yeah well that's easy yeah Um. alright or
2: 115 so, whatever
0: so look we've wrapped up another signal. how did you enjoy Signal HQ very oh, good you enjoyed it
2: okay, relaxing, relaxing sitting on the couch out. got my feet up
0: interrogated by me though
2: yeah, well, you're sitting behind a desk there. Oh, I do feel, be... feel like I am being interrogated.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm the talk show host, man. I'm the host. i <laughs> back there on the chair. You're back like on the chair with Andy Richter and all you those guys. you a the light but... shining in my yeah, face here. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: You're grilling me. Yeah,
0: grilling you. Um, look, I want to say thank you to all the listeners. Um, we really do appreciate it. We're proud members of the collective. Inner Demons have just dropped another episode with Brian Biggie. Uh, you got into the night with Ray. There's a debate raging on into the night, which I don't even want to. I don't even want to touch because it's too fucking hot.
2: What's the debate?
0: Uh, it's something about the disorder that I forget. disassociative disorder. That Moon Knight has the split personalities.
2: Oh, okay, that's a, they're debating that on.
0: No, it? some cosplayer. From what I gather, from what, some cosplayer out there is is. Rolling around as Moon Knight, but he's doing the personality. So he's he's going to the different characters. Mm-hmm. He's doing I'm Jack Locky, I'm Stephen Grant, I'm whoever else there is. And anyway, this guy on Into the Night has a big problem with it in their fan group. Um, who's got that disorder? He's so he's this this guy's got that disorder from what I understand, and he's got a problem with this cosplayer acting it. Anyway, it's causing. There's a big debate. The so, does roles. that
2: mean he's gonna have a problem with the actor doing that because he's acting?
0: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, that would difficult. be my question. Yeah, like, I don't know. And at the same time, if you're rolling, but see, I don't have a problem. What's his name
2: again? Isaac or something? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac.
0: But dude, if you're rolling around as Deadpool and you're doing Deadpool Willis,
2: everyone we're, does yeah, fucking yeah, Deadpool. I
0: love that shit. But if I was look, if I was rolling, if I was bothering to roll around as Joker, I would do a creepy voice. I would act as the I would do a Joker voice, you know what I mean? Like I would do, I would play that role.
2: Yeah, I
0: I, I don't have that talent, I, but if I, I did I, have that
2: talent, well, I, I do think it's a bit silly because he, the guy, the ghost. Oh, this is my opinion. We're not going to get involved, but sure. he's not doing it out of malice. Yeah, he's yeah. not doing it to to make fun of it. He's doing it because he's portraying. The character, anyway, and, that, the, the, and that's the
0: character. Anyway, if you want to get involved in that crazy, well, go over there and go and, over to the night.
2: Enjoy the debate.
0: Enjoy the debate. <laughs> then, tell you what, fucking swords are being drawn, blood's being spilt
2: Really? Signal
0: what? as usual.
2: It's one of those things. Don't you think? In your brain, you think to yourself, I "Why?" Care. Like, I, I look, I obviously don't. Care. I feel like it's an easy answer, but Dude, that's I true. obviously
0: don't care. But I, you know, to me, it's whatever. But guys over there feel very strongly one way or another which i like fair enough and i do nothing, well, everyone's got the heel. nothing pleases me more than seeing guys just rushing in a battlefield swing and charging mm. and i'm just like let the best man win let the survivor last mm. you know
1: yeah, fair a- enough. and
0: do nuke it just nuke it from fucking orbit if you can <laughs> maybe you should nuke the whole planet from orbit you know it's the only way to be sure um, i
2: mean i would hope i'm off planet if we do that but i mean <laughs>
0: Anyway, so there's Into the Night, lots of crazy shenanigans there. Uh, you've got Last Sons of Krypton, Capes and Lunatics. Look, I'm starting to warm up for another turn at the uh, helm of um, Ultimate Spidercast with Phil and Ray. Um, you've got Ghost Spider Groupies, all sorts of shows. Um, I-, I Am Your Target Demographic. There's a lot of stuff going on on The Collective. We're proud members. Look, on that note, Rich, I want to say thank you and goodnight. good night. Good night. Way, if you want to rock and roll, you can go down and rock and roll. You can go see Kiss, and you rock and roll all your way down the pit.